We are live. Hi. Hey, hey everyone. Painkiller already, episode 186. Wow. So, that's a lot of episodes. Isn't it? A lot of stuff to talk I've about. I've almost been a part of the show for half of its life. If you think about that, that's kind of freaky. I Sometimes I'll be like, guys, I don't have that many topics. I feel lined up with topics tonight. I wish we had a guest too, but whatever. Get what you get. Don't pitch your fit. That's what we teach our kids. What, do you say it like that every time? Get what you get, you don't pitch a fit? Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah, what you get, don't pitch a fit. We had one of Hope's early friends. She's since moved away. But when she was like, whatever, seven years old, her parents would drop off their kid with that advice. Like, you know, Ellie, remember, you get what you get, you don't pitch a fit. And we're like, all right. <laughs> and since then, we've adopted it too. So, so what's our uh, first topic of the night? First topic is our advertiser, Patreon. Patreon is big. Not news. just any Patreon, our Patreon. Our Can you link Patreon. me to that lefty? I don't even have it in front of me. Yes, I've got it. If you want to go there as well and you're watching the show right now, just go to patreon.com slash PKA. Yes, easy. you'll hear us talk about it. And uh, also, if possible, the annotation on there will be an annotation on the little Grand Theft Auto thing and a link in the description and whatever. So let's talk about Patreon. Kyle, Patreon. help me. Patreon's a big deal. This is how. Uh, so, so basically, it's set up sort of in a like Kickstarter fashion, so that the more you pay for your subscription every month, the the greater the rewards are, and they're all rewards based around the show. So you could spend as little as a dollar a month, which I think is a good amount. You know, mm. that's that's showing that's showing some effort, showing a little bit there, and you get some you get some basic things. But you can go all the way up to uh, ten thousand dollars a month, where we apparently fly you out to Vegas with us and do a special episode from there. I- I don't think. That's I don't think they're thing. coming with us. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Oh, they don't even get to come. No, no they don't come with us. There's this, this. When the collective, when everyone together hits ten grand, we put on a special show. I mean, if you like, want to donate ten G's, you know, you want to be a patron of that. I mean, but I don't think we're gonna. But what if one person came up with the money? We'd have to do something. I think these are flexible, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like somebody might be like, you know what? One of your things should be. Jump into one of the PKA plagues games, you know, and it was like, oh, we should figure out like how that works and and make it a thing, you know. If you guys have ideas for what you'd like, then then we put it in there. And uh, um, anyway, yeah. Do we want to go, that... go through a few of them? Yeah. Okay, so for one dollar a month, uh, let's see. Want to hear who the guest is ahead of time? Want rock hard confirmation that this show was recorded? For one dollar a month, you will gain access to the Patreon only activity feed, where we will include special posts and pictures that can only be seen by our Patreons. Inside scoops. Inside scoops on PK, and also for for three dollars a month, uh, what you do is you can take the show with you wherever you go. We will be putting it up. Uh, we will be hosting it online, and patrons of three dollars or more, not just three dollars. If you donate, if you're a higher level, you get this as well. Uh, you'll get a link after the show is done, probably Friday night, if I'm really spiffy about it. And you will get a link containing uh, d- where you can go to download uh, an MP3 of that week's show before perhaps it's even up on YouTube and certainly before it is up on, on an RSS feed if we hit our goal. Yeah. And up you- for five bucks a month, special updates and warnings. Uh, you get access to our special updates, warnings, behind-the-scenes conversations, a list of topics before the episode, announcements on special guest hosts, anything we decide to leak. That's five bucks. 
For $10 a month, we've got a Patreon-only mailbox where you can send AMA questions to us, and, and we'll uh, we'll go through your questions on the show, so you get to be a direct contributor. Direct cr- contributor to the show for $50. Uh, this is a big <laughs> one. DC's big. What? Nothing. What? I think our format that's just sort of spontaneously evolved. I don't. But I, I don't know if we should run by all these. You can see it on the page. Yes. Fifty bucks a month, you hang out with us. A hundred bucks a month, we mention you on the show. And then two fifty five hundred and one thousand are the previously established rates for advertising on the show. You get in the side, etc. So, um, so yeah, check out our Patreon. It's flipping awesome. And if you have suggestions on what you'd like to see on the Patreon, then let us know. Uh, keep in mind things that involve like individual host attention, like playing cod with us or something like that has to be expensive because uh, just to the amount of like individual time it takes you know I, I can't have you know for hypothetically if it was five bucks to play with me which is probably a fair rate i couldn't do it with 600 people that would be a problem so um anyway but i think this is going to open up a lot of new avenues and windows and places for us to go with the show I think with the, that with the funding we're going to get from this, we're going to do some very very cool things. That's the exciting thing. That's like like so the um like the ten dollar or ten grand a month thing. Like if this thing starts pulling in that kind of money, then we can start investing back in the show with doing the show on special locations. Maybe we start like you know paying for guests and getting higher level people than we've ever had before. You know, you want to get Hodor on the show and not have him be a total bitch. There's nothing we can do about that. What if we got him on? We're just really abusive to him. That's what we'll do. If you can, we're gonna pay him extra money to take our abuse. We can. Get, <laughs> you don't think? He, look, I, I guarantee we can get Hodor for with ten thousand dollars. I guarantee it. Five thousand. I think we could totally get him for a show, no problem at all. And we just abuse him for an hour. And it's in his contract <laughs> that he has to stay for the full hour. <laughs> and the whole time we just give him shit. <laughs> but but if the show starts producing income like that, then we can start moving the show on places. We can up the production quality on this thing. Maybe we ditch Google Hangouts and start doing more stuff. Maybe we see each other in person. I don't know. It would be neat if Painkiller already instead of just became like a fun time, became a top priority. Like, And, and that's what this can kind of do for us. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, There's a lot of podcasts that take their show on the road. It's really cool. Not just like the, the, the thing we have now with the Vegas trip, which I think would be freaking awesome but you know taking the show on the road you know coming you know the next stop for one month will be in i don't know somewhere in california and and a lot of podcasts do that and people really enjoy it yeah like i could totally see like all right we're going to be in boston so if you're in like that new york boston area come see us we're going to go to la we're going to go to denver we're going to go to houston we're going to go to you know vancouver who knows and and like do the show from there and i think it would be a cool thing so, uh, and that's what happens when you start having a show that that's not just successful in terms of popularity, but also you know has some income along with it. You can invest back into it. So that I'm I'm totally excited about Patreon. Check it out. Link in the description. Link on the side. And uh, you know, if you feel like you get a dollar's worth of fun from the show every week, then give us a dollar. You know, yeah. you, some of you are going to be in a position where. Uh, you know, a dollar is all you can give, and some of you are going to be in a position where, like, you know, fifty bucks doesn't really mean that much to you, and you can give that on a monthly basis. Just think what I'll do with show. your money. <laughs> Split hookers. Split hookers. It's, it's weird to hear Kyle so in my ear now with his new yeah, microphone. Yeah, he has a new mic, dude. Yeah, Kyle's mic talk mic. is on the list, but I have another topic <laughs> I wanted to cover mm-hmm. toward the beginning of the show. While you listen to this, feel free to click on that Patreon link and see the uh, the stuff. Patreon.com/pka. Kyle. Yes. You declared war on George Washington. You motherfucker! You son of a bitch! <laughs> Why'd you do that? All right, so here's the truth. I, um, <laughs> Hold I on. Really... I'm not interested in your truth. 
It's it's. I took hours worth of shit for like three road tiles that Look, were, were built when I had my worker on automated. Now, right. If you're gonna compare, if you're gonna compare how I played the game and how you played the game, then I still think that despite declaring war on Washington, which inevitably caused our downfall. I still play better than you. Bullshit. No, you, you, your cities were spawned in a very rich spot. And as we were locating my cities, you had my settlers running left and right across the world, and then you dropped them in a desert. I, it, I, I did? Better without your I advice. did? I told you to go south and get the copper, so that, which would boost your happiness. I never told you to build all Just those roads please, and go up north. I asked you not to, to, to move north, honestly. I told please you don't to yell at each other again. Please don't start yelling at each other again. <laughs> I can't saying, take another I'm one. Not, I am the champion of collecting undeserved shit across all of YouTube, any category. And I don't that know why I no exception. That What's that? I don't know why I clicked that button. I did not. I don't think I meant to do it. I really you don't. You literally know. cost us the game. I heard an hour worth of, why do you have these four extra road tiles? Or three and that's what I was getting tiles. to. It only cost us the game because some of us weren't performing that well. Are you talking about me? Yes. <laughs> you have to be kidding. Yeah, I, if you look at the score thing on the right, I was in first or second just about all game long. Yeah, but it, was, it gives you a lot of points for for cities and citizens, fucking but, awesome. but they weren't utilized well. You know what it gives you points for? Being fucking awesome. That's what it gives you points for. I had Wonders of the World, which is what you get points for. I had cities. My population was higher than yours throughout almost all of the game. Science I was started, the If you look at the end of it when we culture. needed money to start you know, doing stuff, who was the guy giving money to all... Most people didn't see the end of the game, but if you go to the end of the game and you look at science production... I was higher than Lefty, and I was higher than Chiz. If you look at the end of the game and you go to money production, I was higher than Lefty, and I was higher than Chiz. I will admit, you in your very rich been at resource, war. wonderful thing at top. Yeah, they were. why were they at war, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you declared mm -hmm. war on Washington, and then Lefty and Chiz got beat up. If there is a reason we lost that game, it's because you declared war That's on That's very people. likely. I agree. Get mm -hmm. everyone points to my road tiles. That was just <laughs> funny. I mean... Yes, great. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. Well, so, no, I mean, your roads did look like a set of boobs with a glob of semen about to drop on them, and it was really, <laughs> really funny. I mean, at I, least to me. It, it, so it looks like this loops all over the place, but the, the game just naturally connects the road tiles, and there was like an extra tile by the copper and an extra tile. There was like three or four extra road tiles that I didn't really need. And I swear, I self-assigned blame so much. At the end of that game, I'm asking myself, we only lost by two turns. In two turns, we would have had enough delegates to be world leader and win that game. And I'm asking myself, did we lose because of those four road tiles? Is it my fault? Did we lose because of... No! It wasn't that close. You declared war! <laughs> we lost by two turns. I, I, you know, I, I, was, I stumbled out of the gate because that was my first time ever playing Brave New World. And I, yes, had, I had no idea about the trade routes and that whole thing, that whole component of the game was completely new to me, and I left it untouched, and that was, that was, a, that was a serious detriment to the team. Next time I'll be, I'll be better at it. I know what to do, or at least to do it at least. Um, but yeah, I was, I was holding back the team that way, and, uh, and I think Woody and I are our first time on Brave New World. Chiz and Kyle have been playing Brave New World for a long-ass time, and, uh, and Woody and I are, are new to it. So, you know, I was deficient in that way, but I think we can do it again. One we'll deity level civ this time, Next though. Time, Just one, I'll be, please. I'll be more savvy on the whole spy thing. Look, you, you learn every... <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I played a game two two days later, and I learned more stuff. Every game I play, I learn stuff that I'm like, damn, I, I didn't know what... I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing before. Mm -hmm. Every game I, you feel like that. There's so I much... It, it, I didn't, like, some of it... 
I didn't realize how much of what I didn't know was because it was Brave New World. Like, I thought, oh, wow, there's this stuff I never knew about. Like, how embarrassing. I thought I knew this game. And then I realized that I'm actually playing a much more complex game than I've ever played before. Like, Lefty has a real good vibe of what's in Brave New World and what's the other one. I just assumed that it had always been there and that I didn't know what I was doing. But that wasn't. The, there were a lot of things that were just Brave New World. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I learned a bunch of that game. Um, but I retain my crown as champion of undeserved <laughs> shit on YouTube. <laughs> you, you got you got some under undeserved shit. You got some deserved shit. And uh, and I do apologize for declaring war on Washington. I I don't know how you know, the worst part was that Kyle was just so he was so he's nonchalant a about at handling this right. Like he's nonchalant. We never knew during the game, and even now he's like, right, mea culpa. Whatever. I, I didn't remember. I, I, I was showing evidence of me doing it, which I can't refute. <laughs> Everyone who's watching this is like, Kyle, we forgive you. You're so wonderful. If it wasn't Kyle, you'd be nailing him to a cross. You would. <laughs> if this wasn't Kyle brilliantly handling this situation, then you'd be like, ah, get Kyle. Kill the man. But instead, it's like, ah, Kyle, we forgive you. It's no big deal. So you declared war and lost the game before him. Whatever. I, Kyle, do you remember the the game that got cut short, right? I was by far the best in the game, right? I was producing more money, more economy. I had a nice little thing there. You were even complimenting me during the game. You know why I was beating everyone? Go ahead, say it. You know why. Um, it was the it? simpler version of the game, and you know you're kind of you, you went wide, and it did pretty well. And 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 I, where I was going to go was I think I had better land. Like, I, I spawned in, like, in comparison to you guys, my my capital city was in a really nice spot, and then the, mm-hmm. there were two other nice spots near it, and I had a roadway system between the three, and they were just churning out money and science, and it was great. Now, I made good decisions, but I also was fortunate to spawn, I think, in the best spot out of the four of us. Yeah, that th- so much of that game is wrapped up in where you spawn. I mean, you can obviously recover from a from an unlucky spawn point, but... Right. In the future, we're going to do bigger maps. Yeah. 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 I've been experimenting with that, and it it goes much better. The game where Kyle, like, directly attacked me, and I hadn't built a military yet, Lefty apparently had the best spawn in the history of the You guys could not have touched me. It wasn't just the resources. He was just geographically protected. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was surrounded by this mountain chain that made... It was like the Battle of Hermopolis or whatever. What is it? It it is Hermopolis. It, That's close enough for me. Everything, yeah, close <laughs> enough. It was everything was down to like one or two tiles, and I never even found the mouth. I never, <laughs> I never even found my way to a city, and and I sent armies. I sent armies. You yeah, sent so thousands upon was, millions was of men to on, die. Oh, and and during that game, I learned about trading spices. I always thought like like let's say you gave me some sugar that it was costing you something. There's excess resources. I can give you spices, and you can give me sugar. And we can both be happier than we would have otherwise. There's yeah, wind got excess, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I really just sort of figured out all the excess trading during that game, towards the end of the game, which probably a lot of people didn't watch. Um, you know, I was I was getting pretty sharp at it and just like, hey, lefty, win-win. Hey, chiz, win-win. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have to worry about unhappiness anymore. So next time, I bet we could win that same game again. I know we're saying one deity to stack the deck in our favor. I half want to go two deity. Go big or go home. Yeah, I, I think we should do. I, should, I think we can beat two. I think we can beat two also. Yeah, especially um, if if one of them isn't. We thought George Washington was a warmonger. Turns out he wasn't. Kyle is though. Kyle's a warmonger. We've got to do the same ones, right? Please let there be 
some Reddit topics about how Kyle lost this game. It was the Battle of Thermopylae. When in reality, the call could be, damn it, Woody, what's with your road tiles? <laughs> that's, that's all they're going to talk about. Look, here's, here's what I think we should do. Mm-hmm. I think we should set it up again, deity level. We all pick, like, uh, like, like I don't know, we pick a, a sieve that's, like, super militaristic at the beginning, and we build four, four big armies as fast as we can and go after them. Let's experiment with something like that. Just build big-ass armies and try to go get them? Like just yeah, as soon as we can build like send like compound bow archers and and uh, and compound bow archers and like long swordsmen and just go. I think on deity that might be a mistake because they start off so far ahead of you. Mm-hmm. But but they won't but they won't build an army like we can. We can build a huge army between the four Don't of they us. They spawn with an army. A little one. Yeah, they spawn with uh, <laughs> they spawn with uh, a few. Like a warrior or two, two oh. warriors a piece. I think something stupid like that. They start with like five or six units. And and science, like one of the tech trees is filled out. They're hard fucking core. <laughs> yeah. I want to do what around. we did again without the mistakes this time. Okay, okay. I'll that, be much better at managing my happiness. I'll play wide <laughs> more successfully. Playing wide on Deity is really hard. Some people say not to do it at all. Um, yeah, anyway, I don't know. I just I wanted to make this topic first so that... Uh, or so we can just go back to... Got the Kyle bashing out of the way. I see. Right. <laughs> or we yeah. can just go to Warlord difficulty and just house people and just like put no, no city states just every all other civ ais and we just barnstorm through no i want to get it on oh. deity i want to i want to beat that thing all right and i think we can do it yeah for sure yeah um, especially if we understand like what kind of victory we want to go for like okay we're playing for a delegate victory so everybody start playing nice with city states establish trade routes and you know we could wrap it up. I mean, if we're if we were all playing for that from the beginning, we could have gone. I mean, how quickly could we have wrapped weak. up that? So, win? so what Chiz didn't tell you was that he, we were going to have to vote for one of us. One of us was going to win. Uh, I don't know if if it works like that when we're on the yeah, same team. Yeah, it does. One of us was going to have to be the world leader. One of like oh, I would have been fine with that. I'd call that a win. That sucks. I would rather get to. Um, <laughs> I would rather get a science. I would rather beat them military with military. That way, everybody's contributing somewhat equally. Like you know, maybe maybe Woody's job is to make nukes, and he's just sent six nuclear missiles, and <laughs> Lefty's controlling the navy, and and I've got an army of tanks, and Chiz has an army of infantry. That's why I love it when I play wide and get a couple good cities cooking. I know I feel like I haven't done that in PKA plays yet because something's always weird, but. And also, I'm learning happiness in Civ Five makes it so much harder to play wide than than my previous experience. But yeah, you might think ten or fifteen happiness is enough. You want forty happiness, yeah. so that when the bad times come, you've still got twenty. Yeah, I hear you. But I, once I get to like twenty, I'm like, dude, I totally got headroom for another city. And then I get to negative one, and it's like, who needs sugar? <laughs> Let's make a win-win. <laughs> yeah. I've also started splitting the first two uh, policies until I get them both, liberty and. Um, What's the other one? Tradition? Tradition. No, not tra- tradition. Is the military one, I think. Is it, oh, the... Mil- uh, it's the one that's like a monarchy type thing, right? Like in my way or the highway. Yeah, that's it. yeah, that's in there too. Whatever the... Um, hang on, I'll look it up. But I've been splitting the first two. I've been like going back and forth, uh, picking the best ones from each of them as I go down. And that's been pretty effective. Does anyone notice how silky smooth Kyle's oh, voice is so tonight? Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle, have sex with me. It, it is... Mm. Uh, Back me up on that, Lefty. It's it's nice. You're you're rocking the uh, not better than me though, right? No, no, never. No. <laughs> Kyle has actually the same mic that I use for most of my commentaries. The Shure SM7B. He just got it, 
And uh, I get you and Chiz dialed in how you like setting it up, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, I didn't really adjust anything. Everything's just right in the middle. Um, the gains uh, it's turned a beautiful up. Mic. So it, it, it's funny. Kyle wrote us a couple nights ago. He's like, I need mic talk. And it was like, 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 like my mating call. I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go, baby. You know, <laughs> mic talk away. And then we started talking about interfaces and budgets and mics, and, uh, and I think we pointed them in a good direction. Yeah, I, I still want to borrow your uh, interface, though. I, okay. I I, I've got this, uh, this uh, Behringer thing is kind of a, a stopgap. but it, It's working for you. I, I got it out of the attic. I have it right here, actually. Yeah. I found a... Um, a USB cord for you too, just in case you somehow didn't have one. And I need to mail it, so we'll get that done. I think tomorrow, or I'll just give it to Jackie to mail, so it really gets done. Yeah, that's that's a good plan. <laughs> Jackie's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's incredible. She's, she's really. <laughs> so good. you're gonna tell everybody what you got for dinner tonight? I had uh, filet mignon with mashed potatoes and fresh, like from the farm, green beans and sautéed mushrooms. That, that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's, it's as good as it gets. Not a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jackie Some is incredible. Um, uh, do we need a new topic? What am I um, uh, ever? Oh, on the, on the civilization thing, the uh, the first two, it was tra- it, yeah, it was tradition. It was tradition and liberty. Yeah, those yeah. are good. They've got they've got good individual stuff. You know, it's if you do it like that, going wide's a little bit easier because you get the uh, the bonuses. You get a free worker, free settler, and increased settler production. But yeah, we should definitely t- tackle the uh, tackle those deity level uh, badasses again and and kill them this time. <laughs> All right. So you want a war? Is that what I want you a want? War. Yeah, big war. I-, I want us to nuke them. <sighs> you guys cue that up. Twenty five seconds in. Yeah. What are we What are we at here? Oh, I'm there. What There's the? a timestamp on it. Yes, there is. All right. I just thought we'd watch a couple of seconds of it. Are you ready? Does the sound have to be off? Uh, off I'm going with, yeah. Okay. Ready, set, play. There she is. At last, the Fleshlight iPad cover. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. At last. You know, how long have you been waiting for an iPad uh, protection case that had a flashlight holder built into it. Forever. About yeah. 14, about 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so so you can talk to your loved one or, or I don't know if, if it's your loved one or maybe just a stranger. Maybe they can start making videos devoted to this function so that it, your, your iPad I is... think of a lot of options. Mm-hmm. A lot this, of ways to make that happen. Uh, is the whole family listening to me talk about Fleshlight iPad covers? Do you want to see it? No, I don't want to see it. Yeah, at long last, we finally have, uh, my, my ship has come in, and there is a Fleshlight iPad accessory. Whose idea was that? Uh, I know I thought of it. Uh, they they seem to have come up with it independently. Some weird motherfucker sitting in a room, and he, he that was his, that was his brainchild. He's he's like, <laughs> so you get the iPad, <laughs> and you combine it with our flashlight technology. What do you get? Fuckable iPad. Yes. Genius, Johnson. Genius. <laughs> okay, I got a bonus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't uh, people just beat it anymore? 
Like it, yeah. just straight it's up masturbation has worked no. out for how long, and now you like I got to put my iPad and strap a flashlight to it, and it's like I'm. I object. I think that it's totally unfair that women have had tools and accessories and modifiers to do their thing. Since the dawn of time. Yeah. No Mm -hmm. one says, can't they just flip the bean, right? Can't they just do that? Do they really have to have, you know, all these tools and accessories and such? And no, we don't. We say, yeah, women, knock yourselves out. We think it's hot. Yet when a guy does it, oh, my gosh, suddenly it's this horrible thing, right? Suddenly you need a flashlight to get off. What's wrong with you? No, it's just attaching the flashlight to an iPad is a definite. <laughs> it, I'm fine with the flashlight. I'm, I'm I'm fine with the flashlight. No problem. Go for it. You want to... Oculus Rift compatibility? Yeah. Don't judge me, motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> iPad flashlight. <laughs> because I'm switching up mics. Because pretty soon we're gonna have robots soon, and people are gonna want to all of a sudden have sex with those robots. That's what we're going oh, yeah. for. We're heading oh, right towards gonna... robot sex. Well, they already have those. And I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if we that. can. I don't this know if we should do glorious. that. I just. This is going to they be. They already cool. have those. They have sex robots. Oh yeah. What? Where? Yeah, that's awful. Sex robots? Like where? Where do they have them? Where? On the internet. That's terrible. The internet, like right online, like what? Where on the internet? Any any website, really. Take your yeah. pick. Like, no, I like don't mean particular. the piston that's just going back and forth. <laughs> I don't mean that. That's like, like exactly where have they done that? Oh, Lefty said he didn't like the. <laughs> <laughs> Lefty, How much can we go there? And yeah. oh my god, what do those evil people charge for such a device? How long do, do are there? Do the major airlines fly there, and can we get a flight? And... <laughs> Yeah, Can it be a PK Adventures and we just... Is it human-shaped, these robots? No, or no. I, your imagination. I, Have you seen real dolls? Oh, yeah. That's those are creepy. Um, they are. There's a movie where it's called, like, James and the Real Girl or something, where uh-huh. um, where he, he, he gets one of those and makes it his girlfriend and, like, carries it around everywhere and, like, it's a person and, like, everybody plays along. Everyone's it's, a critic. Of what? It's, of, of the real dolls? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those things are disturbing. <laughs> they are. They're, if you don't know a real doll, you'll have to Google that on your own. Um, it is a hyper-realistic sex doll. Like, I think it might use human hairs. If not, it, it just seems like it. They look like real people. I was introduced to one years ago because it was on the, not in real life, but it was on the Howard Stern show. And they had a real doll like in the corner that they would often make reference to. And I think they were sponsored by Real Doll. If not, then they just loved it and made it part of like a bit on the show. But um, yeah, Real Doll is a real thing. And they are very like super realistic sex dolls. It looks Disturbing. like it, you might walk into the room and think that it was a real person in the corner, just oddly still. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I, you didn't like it, meaning you've tried it. No, yeah. no, the, I, I meant the movie. Like, Lars and the Real Girl. That's the name of the movie. That's oh. what I was trying to look up. Oh. I'm still talking about the movie. The The movie's creepy. It's got, uh, what's his name from Drive in it? But anyway, he uh, he, he brings it around his family, like like everyone. He, I think he takes it to church. It's a, it's, it's, it's a good movie. If you're into that. <laughs> if you're into real life. Sex dolls. sex dolls, fuckable sex dolls, and I think they're like heavy. They're like ninety-five pounds or something, too. Yeah, they weigh a lot. I, yeah, like well, a realistic weight. How? Awful. Yeah, because there's got to be some resistance there, you know. Like you're actually yeah. pushing. Yeah, that's to something. That's just. 
But pretty soon those are going to be robots and people are going to want to fuck them. And it's just It reminded me of a weird. joke. Like, Lefty, hmm. you want to play the rape game? <laughs> you want to play the rape game, Lefty? Yeah. Yes. Let's <laughs> right. say no. No, no. Okay, no. That's the spirit. Terrible. Okay. On Facebook one time, it got a, it got like a violation thing. That same joke? Yeah, but, but played out with Harry Potter actors. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> it was like a multi. Uh, it was a multi-page meme. It was funny. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so wait, you got in trouble for that? Not nah, any trouble. It was just like a red, red letters that you know, like this is bad. Don't do this, and it's gone now. Wow. That's, uh, it took like so a year to do it. CNN article. Um, Lefty, here's the question. How many drinks do you think you have a week? Alcoholic drinks? Mm-hmm. Average? Or like, what have I done? What did I do last week? I guess, you know, average. What's, what's, a, what's a busy week? What's a light week? Uh, a light week is a, I don't know. A, a, a whole week, seven days. <laughs> right, right. Damn it. Um, probably average is about two, I don't know, two two liquor drinks and maybe a pitcher of beer, I guess. So three a day would be average? No, 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 no. Average over a week. So, oh, a pitcher of beer, you said? Yeah. Can like, you break this into actual drinks? Like t- three beers and two two liquor drinks. Maybe oh, average. Okay. So that's light. It turns out that a heavy drinker is 15 to 20 drinks a week. That's impressive. Is it? I mean, over seven days, that's just two or three drinks a day. Yeah. Well, you gotta th- you, you, you've got to factor into it also. Because like, I'm assuming that these are average numbers for an average human. And for an average, you know, an average-sized person, you know, an average-sized male, what is that, 5'11"? Hundred and sixty pounds. We're guessing, right? Two alcoholic beverages that'll get you somewhere. Like two two shots of Jack every night. Well, right, eventually, right. But um, so for an average person, yeah, that's a that'll get you a a good buzz going. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of people were surprised that the number was low. That two or three drinks a day, making you a heavy drinker. Well, but the, here's the question, though. Who says that they're, that it's a heavy drinker? Is this the Journal of, I don't know, some medical... Journal of Heavy Drinking. Hang in there. Oh, I'll look for it. No, if it was them, they'd be like, no, you're not an alcoholic. You're fine. It's, it's, that's 50 drinks a week, man. You're fine at 20. Don't worry about it. It depends. I mean, I, uh, you know, if you're having three three or four glasses of red wine every night, yeah, you're probably, you're probably drinking a little this too much. This is the, um, the Center for Disease Control. Okay. I don't know. It seems to me that that's a, that might be a little bit of a low definition because by that by that est- estimation, every single college student in America is a heavy drinker. Definitely, every single one. I don't know. What do you call I those people who drink a twelve pack a day? Like, like what are they? <laughs> and that's out. not that's not even on the high end. I say that like that's insane. But you know, I know plenty of people who drink a twelve pack a day. What I, about the people who drink a case a day? I, you know, I think you're going high with it. Like when I was in college, I drank weekends at best, and I didn't drink like twenty a weekend. Oh, I'm not, I'm talking about much sadder individuals than college students. <laughs> yeah, I was responding to Lefty who said that 
every college student was a heavy drinker. Uh, well, obviously every college student was a bit hyperbole, but a lot of a lot of students who just drink on the weekends would be classified as heavy drinkers because you know you go out to a bar, you have what was the what was the minimum average for heavy drinking? What was it? Twelve for girls, said? it was fifteen. Okay, for guys, I think it was twenty. For guys, it was twenty a week. That's pretty. He- that that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, but if you drink daily, that's three. It, yeah. Mm. If you have like you know two with dinner and another or something, you know, it just heavy drinker is something that is achievable to regular people if you strive. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, you it's probably shouldn't be having three alcoholic beverages a night. I yeah, mean, if you if you go out every night, then that's going to get it done. I don't think I've drank this year. When would, when did we do the drunk episode? That was last year. I think so. Well, you didn't really <laughs> even drink during that episode, anyway, so it doesn't I count. <laughs> I guess I came up short. I. I <laughs> so you think the alcohol expired out of that drink, and it wasn't an alcoholic beverage anymore? <laughs> no, I just no. I I think it was just uh, it was just a mixer that may have a little bit of alcohol in it, like Kahlua. Kahlua's got a little bit of booze in it, but not much. I think it had like maybe we should make a greater effort to make sure that what we're drinking next time is tasty. Because we always we're always like, oh yeah, let me run and grab like a six pack of this, and it's just like, hang on a minute. If we're actually going to do this, let's let's plan ahead. There's no reason I can't have a pitcher of gingerbread martinis or something. <laughs> Wings completely fooled me that episode. Oh, that I bastard. thought he was trashed. Mm-hmm. I, I he would tip that thing back and down it, and you're I'm like, oh my god, like that is a ama- like. Mm-hmm. And and I so if you guys know Wings doesn't asleep. drink, right. Wings doesn't drink, and. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't drink, so he doesn't know. Like the first drinking episode, he wasn't really sure what to drink, so I guess he used like maybe Bastard Brook as his role model, and and it comes in with like Southern Comfort or something, and it's like that is not a, a beginner's drink. That is the hardcore stuff, and he could barely drink it. So the next time he came in, it was fake, but it seemed like he did it again. Like what did he? What was that fruit punch stuff supposed, it was supposed to be? Supposed to be vodka, like fruit yeah. vodka. Burnett's vodka, right. and he was just downing it like it was sweet and low, or um. What it was. It was like crystal light crystal or something. Low. Crystal light. That's what I was looking for, and it and it was crystal light. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was tasty. <laughs> Enjoyed that. Oh, that was funny. I wonder. Did the question is, did he really fall asleep, or did he was he just laying there pretending to be asleep? Acting. <laughs> exactly. Like maybe, but maybe he's like, no, they'll they think of like it's a good time for a nap, just in the middle of PK, just like, oh, I'm gonna pretend I'm really drunk and I'm just gonna take a nap really quick. <laughs> yeah, what if it was a method that he just he actually took the nap to to like uh, to fool us? This will show. <laughs> that was so funny, I, but not at all. That was I, I really because I was drinking and I don't like to drink either. Right. That that's that's where I was. Too. I don't. I wasn't. Like I don't think I was mad about it. I was just like. I was shocked. Like, no way. Yeah, shocked is perfect. That's what I was. I was shocked. I didn't know. It's like, huh. so. Um, uh, are you guys ready for another topic? Yeah. Is it? Uh, I've got one. Can, you, can we do one of mine? Of course. You've got so many. So, um, Seth Rogen is making a movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. And the premise of the movie is that he and uh, who, who's his partner? James Franco. Jane, he and James Franco, who are awesome together. Um, uh, they're going to North Korea to to interview Kim Kim Jong Kim Jong Un, and the CIA recruits them to murder him while they're there. 
and they convinced him to do so. So that's what the movie's about. It's about Seth Rogen. I thought that they were professional assassins or something. No, no, that's why it's funny. They're they're, they're going there. To, they're just like dudes. They they're going there to North Korea, and the CIA recruits them to kill him. So they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> so it's Seth Rogen and James Franco, and they're literally trying to assassinate Kim Jong Un, and they name him by name. And he, you know, they go to North Korea, and it's like all crazy and zany. And they've got a guy who looks like Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un didn't like this. In real life. <laughs> yeah, in real life, he heard about this movie. He saw the trailer. And he's saying that it's gonna it's like an act of war. <laughs> and they launched four missiles this week. <laughs> Literally acting like the United States has committed an act of war for this They said movie. that the US government has hired gangster filmmakers to, to make a, a movie that's a direct threat against the great the great leader. Gangster <laughs> filmmakers, huh? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this jackass talks about leveling us all the time. Like, all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. So so fuck him. I did, I'm going to see that movie. I just, I, but hold on now. Imagine if somebody did a movie where they're going to kill Pre- President Barack Obama, and they hired a guy to look like Barack Obama, <laughs> and they're going to assassinate him. There'd probably be some people upset with that. Perhaps B Man himself. He would be all so. smiles and oh, probably so. But this guy's a lunatic. He, yeah, he's he's, a, he's yeah. a laughable Donald Duck type character. Well, Barack Obama would not be saying the nation in which that movie was like filmed has declared war on us or committed an act of war. Yeah. yeah. He might use the government to fuck with you. I'm sure the Secret Service would come knock on your door and you'd probably make it on the no-fly list if you did that, if you were the producer of that movie. Maybe you're right. I hadn't even thought of it from his perspective. I only thought he's a dope because I always think he's a dope. <laughs> Barack Obama or Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un. Barack Obama I only sometimes think he's a dope. Uh, I think um, I think it, just because Kim Jong Un is is such a, a goofball, so so ridiculous, and he is ridiculous. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I understand that that you know the media skews certain countries, and the U.S. isn't always the good guy in every situation. I, I get it, but trust me, North Korea is run by a lunatic. That guy's <laughs> fucking like wearing striped pants and like women's panties on his head, like, flying in a diesel submarine somewhere right now. Like, he's insane. (laughs) Dennis Rodman will figure it all out, though. Don't worry. We're going to send Dennis Rodman over there, and he's going to settle it all. He's going to make peace with North Korea. Dennis Rodman's brilliant, man. That guy was a good defender, but (laughs) I'm not a basketball expert, but I'm pretty sure he pumped up his numbers by winning every de- rebound against his own teammates, too. Like, on his team, this guy would get, like, 14 rebounds a game, and the second-best guy in the league would be, like, seven. How? Like, if Lefty and I are on the same team and the rebound comes any way near us, I compete for it like he's on the other team. Every <laughs> rebound he would go and get. And, uh, and he was good at defense. Couldn't score worth a lick, but he was good at defense, and he was especially good at getting rebounds. And he is still famous. The guy's like 50 now. And he's just... He's a weird guy. And he was weird. Like, he wore wedding dresses and crazy makeup and things like that. And... uh, The piercings and the hair. Mm -hmm. The piercings, the crazy hair. He was wild back when NBA players weren't as wild as they are today. He stood out even more. And, uh, yeah, I just feel like, like he turned being good at defense into being one of the league's premier famous people. Yeah, and he's yeah, also he famous that. for almost killing himself with alcohol, and then he went on that uh, that celebrity rehab show, and 
did really Ooh. well. Yeah, he'd had big alcohol problems. He was a guy who'd have more than 20 drinks a week. He was a heavy <laughs> yeah. drinker for sure. Well, he's a big guy. Yeah, I wonder how was he? He was 6'9", 6'10"? Something like that. Let's see. What do you got? 6'7"? Yeah, I'm looking forward. Hmm. I'm really looking... Only 6'7". I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to that movie. Uh, I, like, I like just about everything Seth Rogen does. I'd agree with that. Uh, Did you see his like little podcast thing he does with Snoop Dogg, if you could call it that? <laughs> no. No. It's like these 15... I think it's Snoop Dogg's show, but I've seen Seth Rogen on it once or twice. It's, it's, it, they're YouTube videos, like 15 or 20, minute long, 20 minutes long, and they're full of, full of product placement. Like It's literally floating around in the air, <laughs> like Snoop Dogg's shoes and shit, but it, it's still pretty good because they just talk about... It, it's really... It, it's, it's not scripted. They're just having conversations. Like Snoop Dogg would be like, what was that one movie you was in with that Amy Adams girl? No, no, that wasn't Amy Adams. That was, that was like, and they're just having conversations and just bullshitting about stuff. And, and, and smoking weed the whole time, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, it sucks. I have a particular... I found it. Are you ready for this? Let's see what you got. All right. Prepare to be outraged. He was driving at 70 or 80 miles an hour, and the trailer was waiting for the light. That's how one witness described the New York Post headline, Driver Loses Head While Trying to Lose the Cops the horror movie-grade fatal crash from Brooklyn yesterday. The 22-year-old Leroy Samuel was reported feeling around 70 or 80 miles an hour in his black Infiniti G35 when he crashed into the flatbed truck waiting for a light. Yet another Infiniti sedan accident. How many people have to die, Infiniti? (laughs) Really? How much is enough for you and your blood money? I've had it. I, I, I feel like they should take the keys and just, like, the, the guy was 22 years old. That's not old enough. Has he gone through any kind of mental evaluation before they gave him an Infinity sedan? I, you know, he probably should have been on a list. Should have been on a list for not owning Infinity sedans. You got you, you to gotta keep Infinity sedans out, out of the hands of people that would do that. Yes. I, I, obviously, he's a crazy person. He was going 70 or even 80 miles per hour. In an Infinity Sedan, I, I, I feel like the Constitution is wrong. That, 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 that the people shouldn't have access to this kind of sedan. I don't think I was on the show where this joke started. <laughs> you were? I know. Actually, I don't think he. I think he might not have been. It was that long ago. It seems like it's about registering guns, but but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, we did a bit on the show where we blamed. Infinity sedans for the accidents they cause in the same way that people blame guns. I see. Yes. How but I don't think you but can you do that just one specific make and model? Uh, it's, it's really all Infinity sedans. Oh, well, that's different. Not, Fuck them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you, Infinity coupes are fine for just for highway driving. I mean, if you want to do that, because we've been highway driving for centuries. just Maybe like, through the country. Right. America has a tradition of highway driving in Infinity coupes. That kind of, uh, of Infinity is okay. I had but one Infinity of those sedans. It was like an X35. Is that I, the little two-seater one? Kyle, I would like you to justify to me why you need an Infinity sedan. 
Please. They've got a lot of power. Okay, first of all, like, like I didn't think until I got into one one time. How much power do you really need? They're designed specifically to transport people. It's really smooth, though. I mean, it's, it's a low-end torque, and it's not too loud either. You just press the gas, and it goes. It's like a Beamer. I don't think we need sedans designed to move people in this country. There are no Infinity sedans in Australia, and the rate at which Infinity sedans have gotten into accidents has plummeted since they enacted that law. Infinity's not, Infinity is not killing people in Australia. They're doing it right. Yeah. Doing it absolutely right. You can own an antique Infinity. Have you guys looked into that Australian prime minister at all? You, are you guys aware that he's a fucking moron? Yeah. It's awesome. They got themselves a George Bush, boys. He is breaking new ground every fucking day. It's not just day. us, baby. It's not just us. Apparently, he passed the first like anti like EPA type legislation in history. I know they don't have the EPA, but like he's trying to like carbon. He's trying to fuck up the Barrier Reef and like steal land from the Aborigines and uh, <laughs> and and burn forests. Like these are real things this motherfucker's oh, up to. And he's to be- um. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this he's, was like right, he's like super right wing, super, super um, religious, which is nothing wrong with that, but he's like bring, he brings it into the job, and, and he like makes presidential-type decisions based on his religion. Sometimes it's insane. Oh, this guy yeah. is a goofball. you got to oh. look this guy up. And he's, get, Bush, he's really public. He's, all, he's always like doing media and stuff and saying fucked up crazy shit. There's a whole blooper reel of him. How did he get elected? Oh, I don't know. Like there's a scene where like he walks down the street and he's like, "Hello, sir, how are you today?" He's like, "Fuck you, cocksucker!" This <laughs> is like everybody hates him. <laughs> I've seen that for real. The, the um, when Bush was president, the United States was kind of a global re- leader in ridiculous, stupid politicians, right? Like I felt like I felt like you know everyone else had to follow us in that regard. Now that Obama is our leader, you know you might not like everything he does, but by and large. Even people who hate him recognize he's a relatively sharp, well-educated, like, competent person. Canada, with your crack-smoking mayor. Um, Australia, with your, like, God-talking-to prime minister. Like, you have seized the lead from the United States in terms of ridiculous, stupid leadership. Well done. They're the words. I'm going to look for some uh, quotes from this guy. Is this the same guy? Because I know Australia had, a, had some guy in their, in their government that was really, really, really anti-video games. Hated him. And he was on the video games cause you to kill your parents and cause you to do awful things. And that's the reason why game reviewers in Australia have to get like, they have to smuggle in copies of certain games to play and review because they're, they're not available for sale there. I saw somebody quote, video games don't make you kill people. Lag makes you kill people. <laughs> video games don't make you homicidal. Glitches All right, do. so here are, uh, here are a list of Tony Abbott's quotes, the uh, Australian prime minister. Um, he said this on posing closely with a group of teen netballers. Quote, a bit of body contact never hurt anyone. He said... Uh, on the subtitles of the crisis in Syria, he said, it's not goodies versus baddies, it's baddies versus baddies. Um, on the merits of liberal candidate Fiona Scott, I think I can probably say she has a bit of sex appeal and she's not just a pretty face. All right. <laughs> Hang on, there are, there are better. Sounds like we found a fourth for the we show. We can we get him on? Can we contact <laughs> him? He said this on immigration. Jesus knew that there was a place for everything, and it's not necessarily everyone's place to come to Australia. 
<laughs> these people aren't so much seeking asylum, they're seeking permanent residency. If they were happy with temporary protection visas, then they might be able to argue better than they were. And the asylum keepers. Oh, that's not funny. Hang on. <laughs> oh, bad it it sounds like he's we... a real moron. Guys are good moron. I like more morons in positions of power because they're entertaining. Yeah. He, believes, I... he doesn't believe in climate change. He said climate change is absolute crap. <sighs> that's um I feel like the Republicans brought that up in the U.S. recently. Like, oh my God, Iraq is crumbling and Obama's talking about climate change. And Obama totally turned that around. He said, yes, I'm talking about climate change. You're a climate change denier. You look ridiculous. And that seems to be the current topic. He just owned it. Mm-hmm. Owning it is amazing. That's totally the way to handle so many of your problems. Like, I'm, I'm just realizing, like, just owning it. Own it, own it, own it. Don't back down from it. Own it. They throw an insult at you. Own it. Take it. It's yours. I, okay, lefty, watch this. I think you're a bit of a honky. Have I hurt your feelings? No. Don't give a shit. Cracker. Yep. I am very yeah. white. <laughs> Who cares? We just own it. It's not a problem. All races, please do this. All sexual. Oh, lefty. You're straight. Ha ha ha, straighty. I like vagina. Ooh, I don't like I'm okay with that. <laughs> right? He's not bothered by this. Just own it. Just whatever it is. Like, just make it yours and say, yeah, that's me. I, I, I think it's freaking brilliant. It's, uh, that, that's, that's what people should do. If, if you're another race, whatever, just, just own it. How did I get on this topic of owning it? Was uh, it talking about Obama owning? and climate deniers and right? That's what oh, he yeah. did. He just owned it. They're like, "Yeah, you're doing this." It's a, and I, I, ironically enough, that's kind of the reason why climate change is a problem now. Because everybody, you know, the, oh, he's not talking about Syria. He should be talking about Syria instead of climate change. Well, the reason climate change, one of the reasons, is because we haven't been talking about it enough. Now we've got to talk about it. The only climate denying that I would ever do is I don't know if humans I, I don't disagree that that the the climate on the earth is changing or at least becoming more volatile but the the extent to which one humans created it and two how much we can undo it I may be skeptical on so climate skepticism but just saying like oh it's not a thing no. I think that people do it and uh, I think uh, we probably we might not be able to stop it but if we don't stop right now, it might be really, really worse. But I don't think it's, it's going to bother. They, they keep saying it's going to affect us. I don't believe that. I could, I could burn tires for the rest of my days and the ocean wouldn't rise a foot near near me. <laughs> you guys are fucked, though. Like, you young guys? Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> you're going to live in a dark world, you motherfuckers. Enjoy it. Uh, I, buy property one block from the beach. Do it. <laughs> it's a great investment. You'll be beachfront. Better off buying uh, buying some stock in a good mass company. You're gonna want you're gonna want some sort of breathing apparatus. Maybe maybe something something to filter out the evil that's coming. Move inland. Find find a way to profit off that. I feel like the air quality for the planet is gonna go go down really badly. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were breathing underwater with your mask. Oh, underwater would be better. (laughs) That's that's what we'll be. That's what we'll be. Yeah, yeah. We're going Andrew Ryan with this shit. That's the future. Underwater utopia. I went to the year 3000. Not much has changed, but we live underwater. Just yeah. me. That's yeah. the future. That's how it should be. No one, no one rocks the Jonah Brothers? No. Really? Not even once. 
It's like meth. <laughs> uh, I have it. Do you guys want a new topic? Sure. YouTube is going to launch 48 and 60 frames per second. That'd be cool. Uh, cannot wait. Video gaming it's, content is going to look so buttery smooth. Oh, it's going to be it, great. The, I think it's going to... So, PC gamers are going to be the first, obviously, to start capturing at 60 frames per second, and it's going to widen the gulf of quality difference. Like, right now, when I see a guy play on the PC, two things jump on my mind. If it's a shooter, they somehow move different. Like, it doesn't bounce in the same way, and... Like, I can tell when a guy aims whether he's using a mouse or a controller. Like, it, not just how quick they snap on, but, like, the way that it moves. Like, the acceleration to it is different. But soon, the other thing is going to be, this is clearly 60 frames per second. Like, it just looks smoother. Not, not only is the, the image going to be sharper, but it's going to be smoother. And I, it'll be interesting to see, like, if people watching video are going to look at console footage and be like, no, I, this won't do. You know, I'd much rather see someone who captures on a PC. And uh, the guys who take time to upload it like 1440p, 60 frames per second, or, or 4K, um, that'll, it, they'll have an advantage. Like, I feel like one of the things I did right with my channel is I was way ahead of the quality curve. I think I talked about this on, the, on a show before, but I was uploading 1080p when everyone else was doing 720. I was buying like professional level audio equipment when everyone else was using blue snowballs. And uh, now I would argue that everyone has pretty, like 1080p is the standard. Um, professional level audio equipment is the standard. But I got there first, and I think it was one of the reasons that my channel did well. When like, like 1440p, 60 frames per second could be an opportunity to get there before anyone else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's going to take, you know, you're going to have to have, you're going to see who has the bitchin' internet and who has the bitchin' PCs and who doesn't because that's, I don't know, I don't think it's technically double the data from 30 FPS to 60 because of the way it's drawn, they, it may not be a strict one-to-one -one ratio in terms of if you go from 30 it's frames. the way keyframes work is what you're talking about, right? Right. Um, it, but those files are bigger and you're going to need a higher bit rate to maintain... Um, visual fidelity in your 60 frames per second upload. I learned that very early on trying to stream 60 frames per second on Twitch. I was like, oh man, I've got to have extra bit rate when I stream 60 so that all the, sure. all the frames look all nice and they don't, they, don't, they don't have compression artifacts and stuff. And though that results in two things, one higher bit rate and then also larger files. And those larger files take longer to upload and longer to render. And it's going to definitely, it's no longer like, oh, I, I finally got my, you know, I got the uh, Avermedia or Elgato. Now I'm in the 720, 1080p game. Okay, now can you do 1080p 60 recording, rendering, and uploading? None of them do. Elgato's don't, Avermedia's don't. You have to be on like DX Tory or something to do that. Now, here's how keyframes work. Look at Lefty. His, his image is on the big screen for me. And, and as you're watching this, by the way, not only are we looking at Lefty, but we're looking around the entire image. A keyframe, if I, if, I, if I think I have this right, will give you the entire image, right? Every pixel on the screen. And maybe every two seconds, you actually get a keyframe. In between that, you know, 24, I think in this case we do 30 frames per second. So there's 60 frames in there where all it sends to your browser is the difference. So if you're looking at this, the painkiller already, 186 in the right, the link to the Patreon thing, the, the, the people, 
that gets sent once every two seconds, and the rest of it it just you know reuses that image. On Lefty there, you know his face will move, his hair will move, etc. But his background is really stable. So unless there's a change in the background, unless he taps it or something, then it's just going to send that image once every couple seconds. And even his mic, like it, it'll just it, it bounces a little bit sometimes when he talks or touches it or whatever. That is not as like bandwidth intensive or expensive as it would be if he like say. I don't know, his mic changed colors or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how keyframes works. And that's why it's not quite double the bandwidth, because it's just more keyframe, you know, more like you know, intermediate changes. But um, anyway, 60 frames per second could create a new divide in YouTube. And I think a lot of people will say, like, well, I don't really care about the quality. It's not that big of a deal. But you forget that sometimes just looking at beautiful things is a draw to the channel. And um there are some channels, Devin Supertramp comes to mind, where almost the entire channel is based on this like videography beauty, right? Like that guy works a steady cam really well and he goes and he to location and captures it really well. And you know, this guy is I think he's at two million subs now. And it's all based on beautiful videography and some fun music. That's that's his channel. Uh, if you were to only watch his videos and never see the behind the scenes stuff, you'd never even hear his voice. Like it's not a personality based channel. It is a videography-based channel, and you know you notice it when a guy has lousy audio equipment. You notice it when a guy has second-rate video. It makes a difference, and um, 60 frames per second is coming along. It's an opportunity for somebody, and it's a good thing. And now, Frankie, Frankie on PC in 1080p does that with video games, and, and I go there... You know, I, I, I see that a lot. Well, I don't care about this. And I say, well, okay, well, you might not. And I and I totally get not like, yeah, I don't really care if it's in 1080p or 60 frames per second. I understand that. Okay, well, good for you. But there's a lot of people that do, myself included. When I started watching Frankie on PC in 1080p, I was like, oh, my God. Look at how awesome this guy makes even the Daisy mod and now the Daisy standalone and Arma 3 and uh, and... What was that? Uh, there was a World War II shooter that was like browser based, and he played, and it looked awesome. And was now it the plain one, like the Thunder or something. No, it was Heroes and Generals, I think. I want to say. Okay. Um, and then he started doing 1440p and 4K, and I don't have 1440p monitors or 4K monitors, <laughs> but I know that if I did, I'd go there to see what a game looked like in 4K because I know Frankie on PC in 1080p or Frankie devotes the time and the effort and the guy's funny i mean he may he generates engaging cinematic content stuff it's really cool what he does it'd be fun to have him on the show i sent him a tweet this week but he doesn't check his twitter every day so mm. but uh, if you'd like to come on uh, hit us up but anyway yeah yeah so he produces really good looking content and it's one of the keys to his channel success you know he, he does the tech stuff better than other people do and that matters it, it, even if it's just at a subtle level maybe you're not seeking out but when you see a channel and it just jumps at you as obviously professional, then that counts for something. Definitely does. It's like a, it's like a marginal. Um, I, I use this a lot. It's like relish on a hot dog, or whatever yeah. your garnish of choice is. You're you, you, having 1080p. What do you put on a hot dog? I'm a, I'm just a straight ketchup man. I'll do I'll do chili. I'll do I'll have a chili. Child? Hold on, hold on. Chili dog, cheese, and onions. Good. Um, but I, I never got into relish. Was never big on it. Yeah, you can get some relish on what there. You, you, can get some, you can get some spicy mustard, some relish, uh, maybe some chili, some onions too. Um, sometimes I'll put some spicy pickles and jalapenos on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, maybe some maybe some melted cheese, maybe not. Maybe I'll cut the hot dog in half, put the cheese inside that, then melt it, then make ooh. the hot dog. Maybe I'll wrap it on aluminum foil first, oh, bake it a little. 
Make it a little know, crispy. Maybe, maybe it's a pretzel dog. Maybe it makes some homemade pretzels. Make a whole pretzel dog thing. It's an experience. Depends how the night's going. How much Adderall I've had. <laughs> I, I got mustard relish. Mustard relish. Anything else, and it just becomes a big sloppy mess of a dog. Mm. You know, chili, onions, things like that sound good. You don't have hot dog eating gloves? I get dirty hands afterwards. Who wants that? <laughs> like hot dog eating gloves. You come prepared and don't come at all. Yeah. Please don't tell me you actually have hot dog eating gloves and hot dog eating gloves. I'm going to Google this. I'm going to make sure that well, is not a thing. Go to town. You wear the mechanics gloves, right? <laughs> no, no. You get a proper grip on the dog. Right. And, you know, maybe sometimes I make my own hot dog uh, bun and, and use like a kielbasa or something. Maybe I get some insert my hot dog into one of, like what I devote. Okay, here's the truth. I've devoted one of my many, many fleshlights to hot dog eating, and I just oh. chant that shit in there. And it, it's like, you know, the corn of the cob holders? I have fleshlights, and then I eat the dog from the middle out. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible, horrible image. <laughs> if, you get a, if you get a hearty enough bun, you're not worried about, about a, um, you know, if you yeah, get a you want if a real roll. Yeah, not not those a, cheap-ass things that come attached to each other. You want hot dog rolls. You gotta have sesame seeds on them too. That's that's the only way to to. That's the only kind of bun to put a hot dog in is with the sesame seeds. But anyway, like I was saying, the the, the big content, 1080p and uh, and 4K and uh, 60 frames per second, um, they're like they're like garnish on a on a hot dog. They're they are they don't make it. the The hot dog is what you come for, but you also add to it and and make it special with the condiments that you put on it and i liken that to to the to the stuff to frankie frankie and, and his uh you know his channel would be rather large if, if he just did you know with search engine optimization and tagging 1080p 4k all that stuff but he's he's also an engaging talent and fun to to watch and re- really good at the games he plays and the garnish for his channel is the 1080p and the high quality PC Ultra, all that stuff. All right. Oh, another thing. YouTube's coming up with a tip jar. Do you think they take money from it? Of course. Yeah. Those fuckers. Yep. <laughs> They're gonna have a. Where in the world does the boss take a portion of your tips? YouTube. I. I, I know we're on YouTube, and I don't want to get my channel closed down or anything, but I feel like what they did with mobile was wrong. Mobile is a growing platform, growing, 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 and it's taking the market share from PC. People who probably used to watch on notebooks and and PCs are now watching on um, uh, like tablets and phones and stuff like that. YouTube just never really let the content content creators make money off that. You know that that stuff goes to YouTube, and we don't make money off of it. It was just part of the reason that our, our Patreon, go click on that thing, check it out, see if any of those interest you or recommend new ones. Um, but what they did with mobile, just like sort of never letting, they, they could see it growing, they could see that it was the future, and they're like, well, I'm not going to let the people who actually give us the videos be part of the future. I'm just going to slowly wedge them out and take it all for me. It violates, in my mind, the Google's do not evil thing, or do, do no evil. And now they're having a tip jar, and I just think, I bet they take a big cut of the tips. Yeah, but, I mean, what they're going to offer, though, is that tip button is going to be right there. It's not going to be, link in the description, check it out. It's going to be, right next to that like button is going to be tip. And 
the argument could be made. I'm not making the argument, but I guess the argument could be made that, well, there, you're probably going to get more people tipping than you would if you just put a there? I don't know. I wouldn't know. hope not. What was Kyle's question? Does it show how much is in there? <laughs> I have no idea. I wonder who gets tipped, too. Like, I'd be more inclined to tip a guy with 100,000 sub who I really like, who's, you know, up, coming up. There you go. Then, like, Jenna Marbles, for example, who I feel... Or PewDiePie's the best, right? Mm-hmm. Did PewDiePie just get covered for making $4 million a year? Even if you love his stuff, you kind of feel like he's already compensated. Yeah. He doesn't even tip jar necessarily. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need one. He's, he's yeah. good. He made $4 million last year. Mm. Maybe he does. I don't know. You know, he he doesn't need one, but he he can have one if he. Yeah, I, no, I said it right. He doesn't need one, but a guy with a hundred thousand subscribers might need one. Yeah, but they can both have one. As far they as can I'm both concerned. have them. Yeah, I've watched. I don't watch a lot of PewDiePie videos, but I've watched the YouTuber. You know, and when, when he gets interviewed and stuff like that, he's the kind of YouTuber I like. To be honest, I don't yeah. see him. You know, piggybacking other people, betraying like. Taking shots, people take shots at him all the time, and he basically just keeps doing his thing. Knock yourself out. Yep. Knock yourself out, and he gets a fair amount of hate, actually. For yeah, what? Like for what? What do people hate him for? Uh, they think his reactions are insincere, or mostly that he's just not deserving of all he gets. <laughs> like, like the world would be perfect if I controlled who had how many subs and then I would divvy them out based on who was most deserving. That's how it should be done. Don't let people decide who they sub to. I should decide, and this is being, you know, I don't really think this, but you know, the, these people, like, you know, Jackass who's complaining about PewDiePie's success feels that he should be the one that determines who has subs and money, not the market. And it's just a, why hate him? What I, why hate him for what you believe to be insincere reactions? I mean, you may not like that. You don't watch his content because I, I don't. Th- I, I feel it's insincere, and so I don't like it. So I, I don't watch it. Okay, but to use I, I hate him. I'm going to spew <clears throat> negativity at him because I believe he he embellishes or even creates out of whole cloth his reactions huh do you get mad because your favorite tv like the guys on scrubs aren't actually doctors or yeah that (laughs) that guy giving the girl that lay in the pipe not actually a plumber are you are you mad do you hate them because of that or maybe maybe i'm just mean something different Mm. in my world Yeah. yeah yeah laying the pipes totally not not what you think it is what you, really? What is it to you? I think it's fucking. It's what Kyle <laughs> thinks it is. <laughs> right. That's the that was it was a uh, I believe a pun is the term because Innuendo? okay, my bad or a double entendre. I don't know the word, yeah. Yeah, but because <laughs> in the in the porn movies he plays a plumber who, oh, I who lays, lays pipe. pipe. Yeah, but then Mario. then he's actually laying the pipe. You know what I'm saying? And I then, ah, oh, that's a different kind of pipe that he's laying. That's a different... So, I saw this, like, image where a comedian said a thing. I'm going to try and get it right. He said, the word palindrome should totally be a palindrome. Uh, the word lisp should not have an S in it. That's just mean. The word innuendo, well done. 
(laughs) (laughs) I liked it. Yes. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I I don't know. I just don't get... Maybe people use the term hate too much, and I take it to mean... like Maybe hate has a different word, a different meaning now. It's not like I hate you, I want to hurt you and wish evil upon you, but it's just, oh, the new way to say I don't like this is to say I hate. Maybe that's just the way it is. Maybe it's a different kind of usage of the word. I've got people that hate me. I was reading my Twitter today. (laughs) What do those people think? I want to know. I'm a curious. I'm a very curious person. I'm nothing if not curious. I want to know what's going on inside their head. I want to know what the motivation is for saying hateful, vitriolic things. Like, Do you think think you're going to be the one where Woody's like, (sighs) he's right. He's He's exactly right. I am an asshole. My whole life is a sham. I must I must turn my life around. Some guy wrote me and said, you are the most self-centered twat on YouTube. So I replied, I'm number one. I'm number one. <laughs> I'm number one. Woohoo! Another guy said, uh, let me get this. Jay Nasty, I hope you get genital warts fucking Woody's gamer tag, faggot. So I said... You want me to have sex with Jay Nasty? Hmm. Send pics. <laughs> I've been having fun with Twitter. What, it, what do you think's going to happen? That was a horrible tweet that that guy made. Yeah, that's <laughs> bad things to say to people just because it's the internet and it's like... Oh, yeah. I'm not even sensitive to it anymore. Which one did you think was horrible? The last I, I, one. Yeah, I think the genital warts thing is pretty harsh. Yeah, that was, that was rough. So oh, wait, was he wishing genital anymore? Was he wishing extreme ones? Go ahead. Was he wishing genital warts on Jay Nasty via you? Via you? Yes, I think the assumption is I already have genital warts, and that I would give them to Jay Nasty if he were to have sex with me. I think that's that's where he was going with that. And um, yeah, those extreme ones, like I, I've been here for a while. I could give a shit. Did they somehow have a hint of truth? Or maybe they're not even remotely true, but it's something that's been repeated about me enough mm-hmm. that people think it's true. Then, um, then sometimes with those, I give pause. Like, ah, oh, you know, you know, like heck, I still get uh, a lot of heat over the Jumpman thing, right? You know, in short, the truth is this guy played at my server for every day, hundreds of purchases. Uh, he was like into his teens. Um, had a high budget for gaming. We talked to him in person, made sure it was clear. There was no accident here. And then he decided, oh, and, and then he went on Painkiller already and bought an ad there, and then he you know, donated to a bunch of live streamers. And this guy just went around the net spreading his money for months and months and months and then decided to pull it all back and pretend that it wasn't really him that made the charges. And uh, suddenly they're coming at me because some guy said that, he meant to donate $100 and left out a decimal point and donated ten grand, and now I'm, like, suing him. I get that at me a bunch, and I'm like, ah, oh, some asshole was believed when he said that. Mm-hmm. And then they just took it, and they're like, wow, really? You know, Woody's going after a guy who accidentally left off a decimal point? That's not even a thing you can do. Like, if you go to store.woody.net, there's no – you don't enter your own prices. It's like Amazon. You add things to your shopping cart. So, um – uh, yeah, sometimes it'll hit home with me if I think that either you're sincere, even if misinformed, but uh, the gentle award stuff, like I'm long past giving a shit about people like him. <laughs> you're, you're long past people giving you shit about your genital warts. You've, yeah. you've come to terms <laughs> with it. You've accepted it. Uh, 
but don't but about don't talk about don't talk about your civilization roads though don't touch that topic <laughs> you leave that be I'm, I'm more sensitive about that because at least those workers were automated who doesn't have automated workers in civ i, I don't I, I want it. I want a T-shirt made up. I want somebody to draw the roads that we specifically showed in the PKA plays stuff, and I want that on a T-shirt with a quote of some uh, some kind. Take a quote from Woody being angry about it, and just put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> we'll make millions, spaghetti millions. Junction. I tell you, yeah, spa- there it is. Call it Spaghetti Junction. Call it the Spaghetti Junction shirt. Bam. <laughs> The, the the image, you know, however you want, Spaghetti like Junction. Three or four extra road tiles that made, like, loops in the corners. <laughs> the workers were automated. And, uh... All right, so Spaghetti... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that. I'm going to write that one down. Spaghetti Junction. Spaghetti Junction t-shirt. <laughs> it's going to uh, be... That's our ticket to the big time, fellas. Right there. <laughs> now we know. Yeah. This is how we we're go. We're going to have all the transvestite hookers on the show. All of them. Now, I want that. I want that. I want that. We should find, yeah, a- with the PKA Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash PKA, go check it out right now. Link in the description, link on the uh, in the annotation on the screen. What we should do, if we get enough, we should go back and find that specific tranny hooker and be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> no. Be- no what, what if we just had a landmark at like $7,500? We get a transvestite hooker on the show. I think we could so do we that. We can't guarantee that particular one will perform, but we could find a tranny hooker who will. You would think we could get Bailey J for that. No, but I want oh, the well, one. Kyle, we don't. I don't think you understand this. This is just when the show like hits. Oh, this we're not. Oh, I, oh, I feel you. Yeah, I yeah. Feel it. We don't the... give a hundred percent of the show's profits. To, okay, to okay. Our I guests. get you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll get yeah, you now. Yeah. But when the show gets this much, then then we'll have some money to at least put towards the guest. Maybe one thousand of it or something, and the rest gets split up. And uh, who knows? I will we'll take pay. less money if it means we can find that tranny hooker and whatever ridiculous thing she said. Like I get this amount of money for a radio appearance, and I just want to show up with cash. Okay, let's go. We're doing the show, and we are she going doesn't to. Doesn't br- have to do it though. <sighs> yeah. Right? She gets to decide. See, that's a thing. Like people do it to us too. They're like, I'm going to buy an ad on PKA. And I'm going to make them say this, this, and this. Like, all these things that would harm us. No, you're not. Like, I'm in complete control. I've had that same thought with, like, you know, other podcasts and stuff. It's like, dude, I should advertise my Woodycraft server on there. That would be a blast. And they'd have to say it. But, of course, that won't work. They're in complete control of what they get to say. It's not going to happen like I hope it will. We'll just get the money, and they'll make fun of me, and then they'll call it good. No, I'd lay for the for the thirty seconds it took for her to hang up the phone. I would just lay into her, and that would be worth two G's to me. Whatever it is, take it out of my cut if you want. Take it out of my end. Don't care. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> take it out of my end. Anyway. And <laughs> I, I, yeah, but we get a we get a real training. That'd be great. Fuck that. Girl. I would love to have a training on the show. Uh, wait, we've had a training on the show before. A training hooker, actually. Yeah, that yeah. was really depressing. We, though. Really we didn't sad. have it on that, camera though, and that was really depressing. That was just sad. Yeah, gotta tell them to you know perk it up, keep it uh, uh you know positive. We want to hear all that horrible, sad Bangkok life story that you had. Yeah, you can't can't give us more about where you're from because people from your like where you're from might find out that you're being a tranny here in America and murder you. Wow, heavy shit yeah. on PKA. <laughs> that was great. 
I'm gonna be like, so that's great. Tell, tell us more. The, tell us about the like a weird transition. Like, so now tell us about the biggest dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What that's you where done? you want to go from there. Yeah. Yeah, that was um that was odd. That was a that was a sad sad person that we talked to that night. I was like, so maybe we'll, we'll find a happy one next time. I think if you pay money, you get a happier hooker. I think so. I think that's that's part of the deal. Man, I'll put her in a better mood. You guys need a whole new topic? Sure. Yeah. Would you rather have a flying car or a terabyte internet connection? Flying car. Now, this isn't even terabit, terabyte. Uh, it oh. is terabit, but who cares? It's a that thousand point? terabits. That's a thousand Google gigabit connections. I don't even know what I could do with that. Yeah, I, do I know how to operate the flying car? Do I have to yes. learn it? Okay, I could go with the flying car because I can't think. I can't even begin to think of anything that I can do with terabit besides DDoSing totally people. I would the terabit connection. <laughs> a terabit connection will let me host fucking Netflix. You know how much money I could make enough money with a terabit connection to buy a flying car. Like it, the terabit connection is so valuable. You guys, I don't think you recognize. Like, it's not even the fact that I have the terabit, right? Because if I have a terabit connection, it's going to be limited by whatever website or gaming site or whatever it is that I'm, uh, um, I'm, uh, you know, like downloading from. But if I have a terabit, I'm DDoS proof. No one's hitting you with terabit, terabit, you know, attacks. That that's not a thing they can do. Um, if I have a terabit connection, I could rent out gigantic portions of that. A terabit connection is so much more valuable than a flying car. And a flying car solves a transportation problem I don't even have. If we're going to land a flying car, does it hover and drop nicely? It's really just a plane, right? That you can land on the road? I can drive on the road. I'm cool. A terabit connection all the way. Yeah, you're making a good point here, but I don't want a flying car. I, I don't even want to fly myself. You know why? I can drive. F- flying solves a transportation problem. I don't. I get everywhere I want to go. It goes really much. fucking fast, Woody. Like 500 miles an hour. Yeah. That sounds freezing, or hot. <laughs> I don't even know Does, if I pass. Or something. <laughs> I think like, the leading edge gets really hot, but the trailing edge yeah. gets really cold. I think that's how it works. Like re-entering orbit at 500. <laughs> I'm really not sure, but it no. sounds horrible. It's not. I don't want to fly at 500 miles an hour. I bet that sucks. I I I'd rather have a terabit connection than fly like that. I, I had a motorcycle. I have three motorcycles. It's pretty uncomfortable to even do that. I don't think flying in a car though. There's a cockpit. Yeah, right. you're you're shielded from the outside from the elements. Yeah. How is a flying car that much better than a driving car? Because it's it flying. It does both. Yeah. Duh. It goes 500 miles an hour in the sky. No traffic ever. I don't think it's it does that. Capability. Are you familiar with the terabit connection? Are you familiar? Connection? You could easily work out <laughs> to have an Florida income in like two hours. Have you seen the Jetsons, Woody? That's what they got. That's the flying okay. cars I'm thinking of. You could have a Jetsons car, which, by the way, you already have like comparable alternative workarounds for. Yeah, incredibly expensive ones. Which has to be worth like a million the bucks. The maintenance on a plane is? A million bucks a year. Yeah, you got to have the crew that. too. You got to pay for fuel. It's incredibly expensive. The fuel alone. You know, oh, every, time, bucks, every time you, you can have trip. your own Gulf Stream. You see, you're coming at this from a business perspective. I'm, I'm coming at it from a I've got a fucking guy. flying car. Because, especially also, if I get a terabit connection, I can't talk about it on PKA. People get mad at me. You'd be like, hey guys, hop in the car. We're going to Florida. Exactly. 
We'll be in New York by 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 noon. Hey guys, hop in my Concorde. We're going to Europe. You want to have dinner in France? It's cool. I'll let the Terabit connection fund all this. Now you see, you you answered the question that wasn't asked. You asked which would you rather start a business with, and that's obvious. We we asked we answered on a more personal level, and I think a flying car is really cool. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I, just move to Chattanooga, Woody. It, 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 whatever you want with it. If you had said, I'm going to start renting out my flying car. I can get what you're life. talking about by moving to Chattanooga. You make a flying car that easy. No, Chattanooga will get you one one thousandth of what a terabit will get you. Oh, really? Oh, that, yeah, that's what's a terabit. It's a gigabit. Terabit, baby. Terabit. Oh. Life-changing bandwidth. That is a lot of bandwidth. I, yeah. It's a thousand Google Fibers. Yeah. And I, you I have a data center. I don't As a really... matter of fact, you know how much data centers have? A good data center will have a third of a terabit. Wow, that's a lot. Now, it I, is a lot. I have a question, Woody. Like, I don't know how server. Actually, yeah, I don't know how servers work. Like, could I? Could you? Could you theoretically run a server, not necessarily a good one, from just any old internet connect, internet connection you can get? Or is there something special, not in terms of speed, but about the type of internet connection that data centers and hosting server so hosters have? Yeah, you could run a, a server off anyone. Oh, I, okay. I could put a server on, you know, at your house before the show's over. Mm, okay. All right. So, so then, all right. Yeah, the terabit thing's really cool. Do uh, do we want to talk about some of the PKA adventure ideas that we've been talking about? Yes. And that's part of like yeah. back back to the um what is it called Patreon Patreon like, yes I, I'm excited about where PKA is going right because PKA for the longest time was just something that we did on Friday nights to hang out or Thursday nights or whatever now it's PKA plays it's PKA adventures it's PKA the podcast all right Kyle lay it out there I actually wanted to take a bathroom break before we started that okay lay that out there is that possible. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Okay, so you guys just kill time, and I'll be right back. All right. All right, killing time. <clears throat> I think. Talk about I'm, your hair, Lefty. I, I was going to read my tweets. Oh, dear. Read your hate tweets? I, I don't know, just whatever. You don't block um, those people? What's your blocking technique? I block. Dude, there's just, more than enough. <laughs> you oh, yeah. Block them, you block them every day and get more. Um. Let's see. T. Martin, just Netflix. When no one is at your side, Netflix is. Netflix.com slash Woody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Woody, can you talk about what to invest your money into in your next video? Picking stocks, etc. I actually meant to do that today, but um, uh, I ended up working on Woodycraft for like know, 11 hours straight or something, and I didn't make a video. Just cranking all day on that. Made great progress. Don't forget to wash the dogs. Have you washed uh, the dogs? <laughs> we need an update. You did. I did you? Oh, <laughs> um, where have the prank calls been? Um, let's see. Remember to wash the dogs, dude. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody wants me to look at their support ticket for Woodycraft. Someone said I'm a money whore. <laughs> Were they just like I'm a money whore? Like, hey, just so you know, Woody, I'm one too. No, it said, uh, Woody, you money whore, and then it shows Woody's wood shop. 
Have your favorite photo engraved on wood from your camera, Facebook, and cell phone. So apparently David here thinks I'm a money whore because there's a shop. And he's joking, obviously. Right. Because there's a shop with my name on it. More tweets from Woody. Have you had any contact with Cosmo? He's allowed on Twitter, apparently. No, I didn't know that. Do you know who Cosmo is? Yeah, I've heard the story, yeah. So for those that don't know, here's the fast-forward version. A couple years ago, this guy Cosmo hacked my Xbox Live gamer tag. And um, uh, he, you know, he took it and then started like sending out weird messages to all the people on my friends list, added himself, etc. And... Uh, it, it was so. Then he told me to reach out to him on AOL, like the instant message service, and I talked to him. And I was being like super nice, like you know, dude, I don't know how this happened? You know, is something you're looking for? Can I have my gamer tag back? And he's not being nice. He's saying stuff like your breath smells like cum. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't. And um, not at that time, but yeah, not perhaps not. earlier in or, the day or later. Yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, anyway. Over time, like, I was going to say we got to be friends, but I don't know. He's a social engineer kind of genius. Like, he, he specializes in making people think what he wants them to think. So I was always really cautious. And he said he was protecting me. And it, it just felt like this whole, like, mafia thing. Like, if you introduce yourself to somebody by stealing something from them and then making Microsoft take it back and give it to you, then... Because that's how I got it. Step mm-hmm. two was the lead guy at Microsoft at the time, and I had all my subs tweet him, got his attention, and he fixed it for me. So Cosmo never gave it back to me, but suddenly we're friends, and he's, like, protecting me, but I don't really know. And, and in truth, I kind of wish I never met him, but he might have been helping me all along, or he might have just been wanting me to think he'd been helping me. Eventually, mm-hmm. he got busted, and a lot of people think that he like, got into all this trouble and court stuff because of me. That's not the truth. The truth is he also was involved in stealing like thousands of credit card numbers. And that's what he got in trouble for. And uh, so for this credit card fraud, what, what they did to him is they made him not use computers until he was 21. Now, the guy was like 16, I think. So th- those are like some pretty prime years. He had like five years of not being able to use a computer. And that was his punishment. But they're telling me apparently he's allowed on Twitter. So either he's violating his parole or he's allowed on Twitter. One of those things. Or somebody's pretending to be him. Oh, I didn't think of that. That could be a thing, too. I mean, I'm, so, I'm sure that as a thing of that, you know, if you're violating your parole, that's a pretty serious deal if you violate that kind of parole. Like, they don't like that. Just a, just a thought. <laughs> so more, um, more tweets. Check out my first episode of Hunger Games. Finally got my mic working. I think he played on WoodyCraft.net. Um... This guy, hey Woody, I have a quick question about masturbation. If I got shot in the head while ejaculating, what would happen? Any ideas? <laughs> you'd die, I think. Yeah, I think you'd die. You'd probably finish out your ejaculation. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, that'd be, what yeah, else do I get tweeted at? Instantaneous death. Yeah, but do, doesn't your body finish what it started, you think? Yeah, I think once you, yeah, I, I don't think at that point the ejaculation is tied to you, to uh, to your brain anymore. But well, right, we're, we're, to. <laughs> we're reading my tweets and and <laughs> somebody asked what happens when you're if you're about to finish and you uh, you get shot in the in the dome piece and your you know your brain shuts off. Do you finish? Is the question? Yeah, you finish. Oh. Totally right. 
Yeah. I would think, I would, yeah. Probably think the messiest point. finish of your life. Yeah. When oh, I, I had tweeted earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday, that we won that soccer game 0-1, to one, right? Because even though we lost it, we moved on. And a lot of people were telling me that I had the score wrong. <laughs> USA, we won 0-1. to one. And they totally didn't get what I was saying. No. That's going to go right over some people's heads. Yeah, yeah. But the, we could talk soccer a little bit. Really? Um, as long as all, we call it soccer and only soccer. Okay. Well, I, I mean, England calls it football and they lose. We call it soccer and we win. We advance. So, I mean, I think we've earned the right to name it. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. It's Why ours now. Why would some other country name it when they don't win? Yeah, right. Because they invented it? Who invents soccer? It's kind of just, you discover it, right? Yeah. You, you kick something. It's like a tech in civilization. You've discovered soccer. We've researched it. We got it now. All right. Mm. Moving on. And uh, Dr. Chiz said that he would eat. What did he say he would eat if U.S. advanced? I don't remember. Something dreadful. I think it was shoes. He said he would eat his shoes if uh, the United States moved on. And apparently, <laughs> he asked on Twitter how to do it, and they said, in a broth. So I think he should totally make a video of him eating whatever it is he promised to eat. That would be awesome. That, that, that can't be good for you. No. What, you know, what's in a shoe? What do we got in there? Got if you're lucky. I, to go nerdy on this, you know, don't... Uh, don't issue credits that your PayPal balance can't cover. <laughs> don't let your mouth issue credits that your PayPal balance doesn't can't cover. Have, I don't know. That your PayPal uh, doesn't have nope. sufficient funds to cover. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't read, don't let your mouth write checks your ass can't cash. So uh, the guy said that he was gonna eat, I think, shoes if um, if America advanced and America advanced. So Dr. Chiz Giddy up. We'll accept a broth. That would be awful. <laughs> it would be awesome. I think that's what you meant to say. No, that would be awful. Do you think Get Nike it? tastes like Indonesian food? Do you think that's how they taste? Mm. <laughs> I didn't say Indonesian. Child labor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so much child labor. Maybe if I wash the dogs. So, um, we sat around and thought of a lot of places to go for little PKA trips. Yes. And the last thing I heard, the, the leading candidate was Ohio to that theme park. I thought we were we were going to do the Texas hog shooting thing first. Isn't that one locked in, or it's not? Um, it's being worked on. So the the idea that that we started with was we were going to fly around in helicopters and shoot hogs or pigs. I don't even know the difference. Both. Both. Uh, so Kyle, do you want to tell the the story behind that, or you want me to go? Well, hogs are hogs are a nuisance species in in Texas, and you can kill them by pretty much any means necessary. So, hopefully, Apparently we can set it up. Dangerous to people and property, and Texas has such a problem with them that they let people kill them for sport, including flying around in helicopters, blasting them away. Yeah, as many as you want. You know, no 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 limit, no season. It's just a you know a, an extermination warrant, really. And you, you get a couple guys up in like an R44, side by side, got GoPros everywhere, shooting out the side of that thing, and they uh, they fly you over the pigs and you just massacre them with your assault rifle of choice. 
Do they do do they supply any assault rifles, or do you have to bring your own? Yes, actually they do, but but we will be bringing our own, I'm sure. Yeah, mine are all two two three. I wonder if that's appropriate for a hog. I think yeah. it is, but more's better. Nah. You think I'm good? Mm-hmm. More no. bullets. Oh, do the bigger ones not tend to have thirty round cartridges or magazines? Yeah, like a three oh eight would would be like a twenty twenty five round deal. Hmm. Twenty most of the time. Um, yeah, that's the way to go. You want you want your five five six. That's one idea. Then the other thing we were talking about was going to Sandusky, Ohio, and riding. I guess they have two of Jerry. America's ten best roller coasters. What'd you say? You just, we were going to go to Sandusky, Ohio, and ride, and I just said Jerry. <laughs> oh. Jerry Sandusky. Oh, the, 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 the child raper. Yep. All right. All right. That's, that's one way to go about His it. penis. Mm. We're going to ride that. And they have two of the ten best roller coasters in the U.S. And I thought I it was three. I, I'm pretty sure, though. Is there something we could work out there where we like wouldn't have to wait in line? Oh, mm-hmm. Mr. Celebrity. Yeah, they have the speed pass things. Yeah, we'll get we'll get like the good one of those. I mean, I could. Uh, I, no, never mind. I'm in my chair. You guys wheel me around. When we get to the front of the line. You guys are all my caretakers. Like, yeah, these guys are with me. I get to go. Let's go. What if we did that for fun? What if we actually did that? Like, brought you in a wheelchair, and I got you. I, I can get you a handicap placard. The whole deal. I'm doing we it to it sit Colin. down all day. At uh, at Disney World, not so much now. But when he was younger, he wouldn't tolerate lines like other kids would. And uh, um, we got in front of all the lines. That's awesome. I love going yeah, in front awesome. of the lines. That's yeah, my favorite part of that speed pass. <laughs> Not the rides. <laughs> it's actually getting just walking past everybody yes. waiting in line. Yes. Oh, it's great. I usually walk past. I don't know if, I, if you guys done. Oh, with a speed pass, you kind of do. But with the like, handicap, you usually enter the exit. Mm. And then you just like on yeah. the roller coaster. On some rides, it's like, else. On some rides, it's like that because they don't, they don't have a separate line built for it, but. Some mm-hmm. rides you have your own little walkway that's like all gold and stuff, and you get up there and just, you just pass all those sweaty people in line. You go straight. You're talking about a speed pass, right? Yeah, it's Six Flags Over Georgia, and, I, and I'll get the VIP bracelet so that not only do I get to pass everybody, but then you know you get to ride the ride twice in a row. So they're like, not only you just pass this person but that thought they were next, now mm-hmm. you you come back and you look at them, and you're like, nope. Not done yet. <laughs> it's got to go for another spin. How much is it? Seventy-five bucks? Did you say? Um, it's like a, ends up being like one hundred fifty bucks a person for everything. That's a legit amount of money, like for a family, though. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, totally. Because so, it's like, like you know, sixty-five for a ticket, and then like, you know, like another eighty or ninety for the speed pass. Oh oh, just double. Yeah, but even like one fifty for a family of four is six hundred. That's a legit expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the only way I'll go. Like, like it's, it, I promise you, you could go four times for the base price, and it wouldn't be nearly as much fun as going once and, and just paying the, the full my, amount for the speed pass. My only reservation is if everybody has a speed pass, nobody has a speed they're pass. They're expensive, though. They, I hope yeah. they're expensive enough. <laughs> they, they ha- <laughs> like, <laughs> what, a, what a just a... I, again, uh, you called me a honky earlier so I can get away with this. What a white person thing to say. Like, <laughs> oh, I hope they're expensive enough so that the <laughs> so that the riffraff can't get in to the to the rides on the on the Six Flags. No riffraff exactly for me. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, don't charge 10 bucks for this thing. I need it to have value. 
Like, I'm not moving into this neighborhood because the neighborhood's nice. I'm moving into this neighborhood because you can't. Like, that's the point. I, I, I learned early in life, like, renting apartments. So my, my first apartment was, was 390 bucks a month. It was low-income housing. I split it with a friend. And below me was a drug dealer that beat his wife. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, and later on, I got another apartment. And to tell you the truth, the dimensions and the building and the interior was roughly the same. What was better about the apartment was that I paid more, which meant that all my neighbors were capable of paying more, which meant I had better neighbors. Sometimes, it, you know, the whole point of the price is to make it a barrier to entry. And I hope that the speed pass is expensive enough. So without getting into any more socioeconomics, <laughs> when you pick up the gold speed pass at Six Flags Over Georgia, I don't mm-hmm. It's expensive enough that no one else does it. it like like I re, you rarely see other people doing it, and like it'll be on the big rides, and you'll you'll be there with like a couple of people, like at tops. Like I wonder you what literally it's like take this. It, 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 there's like a bronze, a silver, and a gold, and the more you pay, the more time it takes off the, the current wait time. And by the time you get to the gold, it just turns it to nothing. So you just go to the front. <laughs> and it, it, some of the rides, like, like Monster Plantation, is, is, is a cool ride that like lots of families want to do because it's like a six-person boat that goes through this wacky, like trippy uh, uh, animatronic thing with music. And I like that shit, so... We did it four times in a fucking row, because why not? Why? <laughs> it's just... I, wonder, I wonder what would allow Kyle to enjoy such an experience as riding in a boat with some... The comfort of a good lady. Ah. I and once it... got stuck on It's a Small World when it like got stopped. Oh. It'll make you crazy. I wouldn't like that at all. No, the song is terrifying. It's a small, and you're looking around, and you're stuck on it. You're like, I could totally walk out of here, even though you're surrounded by water and everything. You're like, dude, the the land is like right there, and there's like doors you can see, and mm-hmm. I could just get out. And not how deep is that water here. anyway? It's like probably like yeah, like, it's uh. not deep, and you can step on the rail that guides the little boat. So, and that's like three inches deep. Like your shoe would barely be wet. It would be wet. But. Yeah, <laughs> but like all the big rides, like the big coasters, like Batman, Superman, Georgia Scorcher, and all that stuff. I always ride all of them, like at least twice, and some, most of the times four times. I think they have something really similar at uh, at that park in Ohio. So, and that's the goal, right? Like I don't want to be like so. So here are the things I won't ride, and there are things I won't ride, not because I'm scared of them, but they literally just give me motion sickness, and I'll throw up and feel crappy all day. Any like the swings, the things where you get in the the seat. Uh, suspended by chains and it lifts you up oh. like a hundred feet and spins you. That's no go for me. I can't do them. Um, Can I go the next? Teacups, the ones. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the teacups, I'm with you on. But where I was gonna go is the gravity one, where the floor drops and then they like lift you up and hold you sideways and you yes. get stuck to the wall. Can't do Everyone that. Everyone puts either. their arms in front of them just to see if they can resist the gravity. That makes me feel bad. Really bad. It ruined my last trip, and I I I didn't even want to eat my fried Twinkie. Hmm. Your fried Twinkie. Oh my God! Like, so so at the carnivals, they they, they especially in the south, I guess they deep fry stuff, so you can get a fry a deep fried Twinkie. You can get a deep fried Oreo. Uh, I think they deep fry like Snickers bars and stuff like that. And you would think that would be awful, but it's actually the most delicious thing in the world. Deep fried Twinkie on a stick is like that's what God's finger tastes like. 
I thought you were going to say God's flaccid penis or something. But oh, god damn it, Lefty! Oh, why'd you say it? Oh, that's awful. What? Just what? terrible. It couldn't be God's hard penis. That's really no, small oh. for the God. Mm. Size well, of the that's Twinkie. That's where the Twinkie insides would kind of work in God's hard penis, right? Like, like the cream. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, perfect. It makes a lot more sense, really, than his finger. So yeah, the the thing where the floor drops out and spins around—that's <laughs> a no go. Um, I'm okay. So the one thing I'm most afraid of is those rides that like pull you really high up and then just drop you. Mm. Those scare me. I, like I, I get I get genuine terror when I ride those. That's but funny. I'll do them. Being the motion sickness guy, I thought I would have the most limitations. But the only thing I don't really like is, um, the floor dropping thing. And like sometimes the ones where you manually power them to make yourself dizzy can be too much. Like teacups. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, the ones you know with multiple. Yeah, like things with multiple axes. The Tilt a Whirl is like a child's ride that just gingerly goes in a circle and up and down. But if you ride it with like asshole teenaged friends who make it spin at Mach one, they spin that wheel in the middle. Yeah, it makes you sick. Yeah, I've um, uh, I remember I threw up on a kid once when I was younger. Uh, and I was sitting between my friend and his younger brother, and we were on like, I don't know, it was it was one of those type rides where you're like in a little cart. And it's spinning on multiple axes. Like there's a big circle, and then there's a smaller circle that your ride is sitting on, and the ride itself spins within the smaller circle, and it all spins around and around, and it gets fucking crazy. And I, at one point, I'm, you know, I'm, I know I'm gonna throw up, and I'm just like, I look at my friend, I look at his little brother, and I'm like, yeah, you're getting a little man. And I just puked all over his lap, oh. just candy apple and chili dog. It doesn't get much worse. And oh. he had these white sneakers, and it just ruined them. It was. It was a real mess, but uh, so yeah, none of that. But as far as like roller coasters, like going fast, going up high, I, I got no problem with any of that. I'm not afraid of anything. Just mm. get really sick on those spinny things, and it will ruin my day. Well, I'd be afraid the whole time, but I mean, I could I could set aside my fear and and do it. I mean, uh, I wonder what airport. There must be a good airport near Sandusky. It's a huge attraction in the U.S. We'll be able to get there. I don't Probably hope. so. Maybe gas bit, up the uh, G4, take it. You know what I'm saying? Is it near Cincinnati? Let's I see. Look. Let me see. I've been to Cincinnati before. It's kind of nice. Do we need a new topic? Uh, well, we had some other PK adventure ideas that we talked. So we we talked about the pig one. We talked about the the roller coasters. Uh, were there there were some other ones floating around that were potentials maybe? What were you thinking of the waterfall one? No, I was. I thought you guys had talked about something international. That was Dominican Republic, the waterfall. Oh. One. Oh, that doesn't count. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's too close. Okay. You want to go to Tibet? <sighs> Tibet seems like there's going to be a lot of walking involved, huh? Mm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so the lefty's out. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember I watched It's got to be wheelchair ride. accessible wherever we go. <laughs> what, about, um, what about China? What about, uh, what about what, 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 what China? We could go to the Great Wall. We could go to the Rainbow Mountains. We could go to just Beijing. I kind of want to see those that Rainbow Mountain thing, or maybe that Spiral Staircase. That Spiral Staircase looked awesome. Do we yeah. still have the link for that so I can show everybody? Um, I can do that. Skype, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Like when when I the the, the idea of PKA like goes places. <laughs> my idea was we, um. We could do like a show from wherever we go, and that would be part of the bit of a PK adventure. Is we do a show, we we vlog it, and then and then like perhaps do a show. And I just don't know if going to Tibet 
or, um, <laughs> you know, other assholes of, of the world. Uh, All right. So maybe not uh, that. No, no, no. It's just that was my idea. Maybe, I mean, that's input. Somewhere with broadband. How about that? Yeah. Perhaps South Korea, maybe. We could go to Seoul. Check Ooh, on Psy. Hang out with Psy. And... Now, I would like to go to South Korea and we could visit the wall and we could face down those North Korean soldiers. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm up for that, man. Let's let's do that. Let's grab one and pull them across. Let's not do that. I don't. <laughs> I'm. Uh... That's what wings would do. <laughs> wings would pull one over. Well, I would like to see that. that. Going to South Korea and 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 going to the 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 line, seeing the. Uh... What is it? What is that called? Oh, oh, oh! The border. <laughs> the 30, border. Thirty-eighth parallel or whatever. Most attraction. Yeah, we can go there, right? We get close to it. Kind of far from it. Let me let me look up this. I want to I want to see some hardcore border guards. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Adventure Official side of Korea tourism. <laughs> Is this the North Korea? No, they have a website. Oh. <laughs> Although it is really slow to load. Could go to some place like Indianapolis. There's a bunch of places in America we could just go hang out. I like the idea of a Colorado trip, Woody. I know, I know, but dude, they have DMZ tours. Are you serious? Yes. Here, check this out. So we could go into the demilitarized zone. Not into it, but next to it. All right. Let's see how close you can get via these pictures. Well, so far I've just seen like some wildlife and some pretty stuff, but. Oh, here we go. From the left all the way to the line, it looks like. Hmm. I, what, where are you seeing this? If you scroll down, there's that it's thing. There's that, the blue one. The blue one. Oh. Civilian access to the DMC is strictly controlled. Certain areas restrict individual tourists uh, from visiting the area on their own, uh, making some tourist sites in the area. Available for sightseeing via a few DMZ tour packages offered by select travel agencies. Also, a visit to the DMZ often requires an ID card, passport, or other types of documentation for... <laughs> passport, I think. Um, the Dosan Station. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get to see the line. You get pretty close. I think you get to see a North Korean. Like, <laughs> you actually get to... Like, oh, look, there's one. Oh. You get to see one. I've like never normal. fucking seen one. Pretty sure they look I've a lot like... I've never seen a North Korean either. I'm what if we sure. get there and they're blonde and our government's been lying? It's our government who's been fucking lying and they're like blonde-haired, blue-eyed, wonderful people. They're, like, they're all like 6'5 <laughs> like and fit and yeah. like really smart, educated. They're like, yeah, what the it's fuck? Really Why does everybody... It looks like the cast of Thor. <laughs> Why does everybody hate us? Yeah, we've got, we've got nice stuff here too. We just don't want to share it with you jackals. Better, better internet than we do. Welcome, Midgardians. <laughs> yeah, that's totally what would happen. They want to talk about the Game of Thrones with you guys? Like, hey, did you guys check oh, out the latest Game of Thrones episode? I defect so fast. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we could go to South Korea. We could see Seoul. We could see some North Koreans. You Maybe were the people I'm naturally convinced to leave the country. Right? Then we get on air and suddenly it's go to... You know, what, the, me? I was kidding about going to South uh, Korea. I don't really, uh, I don't really have it, a desire to go to South Lefty, Korea. I'm, I'm, I'm over here doing research because of your fake desires. <laughs> don't leave me now. Yeah, I really want to go to the demilitarized zone. Hey, can we do a show there? Can we get the permits? And I would love that. That would be if, amazing. If that would probably be the best my, podcast ever. We're here at the demilitarized zone. 
It's like, oh, the I later mean, half of the show, we might this. be joined I think by. We start in the U.S., move our way to South America, and then branch out to Asia and etc. Oh, please not South America. What do you, when you I'm guys start going South to South America. America, that South America, that will be Woody and Kyle adventures. Lefty will well, be staying in the gigantic. Uh, South America is what's wrong with South America. You are so South Americanist. Yeah, yes. I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't. I have no desire of any kind to go to Brazil or Chile or Portugal. <laughs> Or no, that's in. Never mind. Anywhere, Argentina. Did, did, no, I'm good. Good. Dude, no, I, I will go as north as you want. Like, like you want to go to Alaska? Let's make it happen. You want to go right. hang out with well, what's wrong South America? The, it's a scary place ruled by like drug cartels with poverty and disease and poor facilities and. Uh, and Woody, when you go, when you get into South American mode, you want to go like climb mountains and go into jumping on waterfalls and. You know, I'm looking around like, are these people equipped to get my ass out of I mean, here if, if I break my those? shit? And I don't think I can. I don't think they're equipped Just to do don't that. Don't carry more. All right, rookies. Don't carry more money on you than you're willing to have stolen. Carry enough that you can bribe anyone you need to. Get a tour guide that is familiar with whatever local mafia they have, and you're set. That's how you do it. You see, those no. are hurdles that are like prohibitive to me going there because if I have to know a guy who's mobbed up to go there and not get kidnapped, I. In the DR, I know a guy. We could go back to him. If we go to Canada, then we just have to know a guy to like get some good food, man. Like, yeah. like, like if we're just know, checking like, out Toronto, there's a lot of things to do in Toronto and doing all that stuff. We're in Colorado, whatever it is people do in Colorado these yeah, days. We'll have a great um, time. I, I could go to Alaska. I could do Alaska. You want to go kill a bear? I'll, I'll go shoot one with a handgun. Like whatever you want. Like like we could go. We could go. <laughs> eat a snow owl. I'll make that happen. Um, but, but man, I, I just don't want to shoot at anything that... I just don't want to get shot at, I think is what, I'm, what I meant to say. I don't want to get shot at. And uh, if somebody shoots at me, I'm going to have... I don't want to get shot at. So if we can just avoid that. It's... It's not PKA insomnia cure. I it's don't PKA want them to put ventures. that tire around my neck and set me on fire, Woody. I'm That's not saying do. we rent a boat and go hunting pirates. I'm just saying that we like. No, I'd know, do that too if we could. If we could something. be part of the like the the um, the private military corporations that are on like the cargo ships and they've got their own AR-15s and they just shoot at the Somali pirates that come at them. That's uh, there is a company I talked about this in PKA before we. <laughs> You got in expensive-looking yachts, like, you know, 45-foot, 52-foot sailboats, and went out there looking like a pirate victim. And then when they got close, you tried to kill them. And that was like a vacation tour idea. Brilliant. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm a little afraid of South America. I've always have been. Just don't think I want to go. Um, no, it sure. just looks like a I've bad place, man. It's not an issue. Trinidad and Tobago, party town. I, you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see Europe. Love to see it. Europe's nice. I like old. I liked um, uh, Italy was my favorite country in Europe. But sure. I haven't been to the UK. I of course would like to go to Germany. Oddly enough, I haven't oh, been to Germany either. So I've just been to, some, I've been to I'd Italy. Like to go I've been somewhere to France. Where the food is good. Germany. I think Greece. German food is good. German food is good. Real good. But, I don't uh, know about that. I. I, I you know, you I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'd like to get some feedback on either the comments or the PKA subreddit. What you think a good PKA adventure would be? Go ahead, feed us some ideas. Uh, keep in mind, ladies here don't want to go to South America. 
it sounds terrifying. It sounds like you would come back emotionally richer for having seen a culture different than your own. Into battle without a weapon. I'm not going to do that. Stop. You're not even going to see any people like that. You don't that. know that. You don't know that. It happens. People get kidnapped down there. Highest it kidnapping happens all the time. The they made a movie about it. I mean, Lots of movies. Russell Crowe and Meg Ryan. You'll be that little girl. <laughs> they made a movie. They made I'll movies have to go about to Washington things. and lose my life to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting explosives up people's butts and stuff. You'll be fine. Is Nicaragua in South America? Central America. That's where that is. I don't want to go into any of those scary fucking countries. With their drugs and their poverty and their violence and their third world governments who can't rule themselves and they're scary. And they won't let you bring your own guns. Like to go to Vegas, play golf, catch a show, do a show, get a nice hotel room, gamble a little bit, and then come home emotionally richer for not having been shot at by the guy who was mobbed up who turned on us at the at the corner when we like he pulled out a cell phone and was like, Oh, that's the new one, and then just now. Now, I like shooting stuff, golf. So, so any sort of hunting trip where we kill things, um, that those are always fun. I want to hear some sub ideas. I want to hear the sub say, like, you know, dude, I've got a thought. You should go to whatever, the Mediterranean and sail across it. That's a terrible idea for me, by the way. I get sick. Yeah, man. You, I know you want that, but... I want that so bad. Oh, my God. I'd have sailed to Europe by now from North Carolina if... I know that I wouldn't be sick before I got out of the Gulf Stream. <laughs> so there's no getting over it for you? Like if you go on a cruise, can you handle it? Or is it just it's all the just time? It's just like low grade, not feeling well for weeks. We took it. What was the last one we went on? We departed from LA, took a giant cruise ship with wings under it to like keep it stable to Hawaii. And then like we went from Hawaii to Mexico, then back up to LA. I didn't get used to it. Mm. No, I did not feel sick after a while. I did. I desperately looked forward to land each day. Oh, so yeah, we could do, we could do a good. PK cruise. <laughs> we just that's, we, we just established why we shouldn't do a PK <laughs> cruise. <laughs> no, so what? Woody's feeling a little bad. I mean, you know, you go on the you. you we're in port on port days. You're fine, right? You're all That's right. That's true. On port days, I'm fine. There we go. See? So we just pick a, choose that, pick a cruise that doesn't have any at-sea days, and we're good to go. That's not how cruises work. Ah, you can get one where you're not. Maybe one sea day, okay? You're so thinking you thinking of a ferry boat in the Mississippi. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we can do a river boat. Uh, we should probably stay off of boats. Um <laughs> I'm up for uh, I'm up for a lot of things. I, I like I like things that involve guns, of course. And that, I think that would be that would be fun to 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 hunt something, to shoot something. Um, I think it would be fun to do just go somewhere we've never been before and do a show from there. Like like, like the Canada would be a pretty pretty easy one somewhere there. I've never been to Canada, mm-hmm. but so would but you know I'd be willing to go to fucking Amsterdam or Italy or the UK or Iceland or any of those places. New topic? Sure. Sure. All right. This is just a story I read on the internet. Uh, You guys familiar with the Today I Fucked Up subreddit? Yes. Yeah, it's all over the front page now that they... Are they in default now? Oh, I don't know. They're like, they're all over the front page and they never used to be. I'm not sure where this will go as a topic, but let me read it to you. Today I fucked up by urinating on a girl. 
After she had hinted for about a week that it would be a turn-on if I urinated on her, she said she hadn't done it before and that it would be a first for both of us. A couple nights ago, I finally did it in the shower on her leg. She quickly dropped to catch it on her face. Surprise, my stream stuttered, but once you start, it's hard, hard to stop, so I resumed urinating on her awkwardly. Lo and behold, she had to bang right then and there, so we did it, and it was awesome. Later, after we were having dinner, she casually mentions how weird it is that my, t my pee tasted a bit sweet, so I jokingly ask her how she knows what it's meant to taste like. She didn't answer, so I left it. While cleaning up, she breaks down and tells me that she has several exes do it before. This was the last lie in a series of lies that ended the relationship. So far, not too bad, right? At lunch today, I was regaling a buddy with the story of how I ended things with a urine face piss whore and ended it with, like, and ended it with hey, at least she thought my piss was sweet, haha. My buddy's a medical student and immediately took me to a clinic. Today I learned I have diabetes. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. Apparently his pee tastes sugary. And oh when he told God. his buddy about it, he found out he was diabetic. That's... Oh. That sucks. <laughs> That's I awful. Think, I mean, like if you, so if any of you guys are out there... That's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah, his... If you're, you know, thinking that you might have diabetes, maybe you have limbs that are going numb, or, or you're just not processing sugar, you get hypoglycemic a lot... Pee on your loved one and see if she can help you with the diagnosis. PKA medicine. That's that's just terrible. What a, what a terrible terrible time that guy has had. I mean, no, I mean, really, he, he got what I think is the good end of the peeing. Yeah, but then he found out that his girlfriend had been lying to him, and then he also subsequently found out. That he had diabetes. Diabetes. Di but his di girlfriend also provided uh, diabetes diagnostics at no charge. That's true. I mean, you could <laughs> glass half full, fortunate that he f you found it that early, I guess, right? Like, because this guy had no inclination otherwise that he had diabetes or any kind of issue. So, right. But he's got sweet pee. That's another. That's another one of the upsides. You guys aren't really glass half fulling this. Not only did he get free diabetes diagnosis, but he's got sweet pee. If he meets another girl like this, it's too bad it didn't work out because uh, it's so horrible. This is horrible. Is, is, she would have totally dug it. So this leads me to a question. Is having diabetes in the uh, uh, water sports sexual underworld like having a big dick in the normal Sexual world, or it's like, right? hey, baby, I've got diabetes type two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm in for a treat. Yeah, let's... you've got diabetes, and I've got a sweet tooth. Bring it on. Oh man, I, I can see where this is headed, and it's. And by the way, youngins, if you're looking to get into water sports, in the shower is step one. But why would? I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I could not do it. Just it's couldn't. not my fetish either. I'm just making jokes. But I did hear that on the, um, the Savage Love Show podcast. But yeah, apparently, you know, if somebody wants to get peed on and you're looking for like, you know, how to do it slowly, break it in. You know, is there a halfway to get peed on? In the shower is your answer. And then you can test in the shower if they're into it. And they're like, what's that? Oh, sorry. It's just I, it, I oh, sneezed. My bad. <laughs> I, yeah. Sorry. 
<laughs> I was aiming and you stepped into it. They're all pipes. You're just, just <laughs> use that just George Costanza bit. Why are you peeing in the shower? Because they're all it was pipes. A drain. It's a pipe. Don't judge. It's a drain. <laughs> it's a drain. Uh, George Costanza is one of the... I've been watching It's Always uh, Sunny in Philadelphia a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it's Seinfeld with much more evil people. Oh. <laughs> okay. It is very, very dark. There was an episode where each of the characters had like a fantasy about like, uh, like, like how if they stopped a, a liquor store robbery, um, you know, how the rest of their lives would turn out. And um, one of the characters' fantasy was so dark and scary that it, it, it honestly disturbed me a bit. It was awful. It was that he would get shot in the head and that he would be paralyzed from the neck down and that the Channel 7 news reporter would be his nurse with her, like, huge boobs hanging out, and she would, like, spoon-feed him and rehabilitate him until he was, like, a championship athlete, at which time she would then become paralyzed from the neck down in a car accident, and he would uh, and he would suffocate her immediately and, like, like euthanize her. And when he, when he was having his... Uh, uh, at the beginning of the fantasy, when he got shot in the head, he saw God, and he was God. <laughs> Was That's it such a dark. Who had that fantasy? No, it was the it was the one who's like super narcissistic, the brother, the, the handsome one guy. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love that show. Oh, that was so dark. <laughs> Where's season nine? Is did it happen in real life yet? On watch. Uh, here, I can link you to it. Okay. Mm. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, <laughs> always, dude, that guy Charlie, the idiot on the show. Yeah. Who like is the janitor and such? He runs that show, right? He owns it. He was the executive producer. It was his concept. Oh, really? I think. I hope I have this right. I think everyone else on the show is just an actor, and he's pretty much the Seinfeld of that show. He's like the executive producer, the lead, the guy who owns it. That he's he's the Charlie is the guy that made all that happen. Well, that's cool because that's a that's a really great show. Danny DeVito coming in the second season really makes it. Mm-hmm. Helped like a lot. It. Yeah, he um. Uh, he had a, a role on a sitcom that he was going to take. He was offered a role on a sitcom, a pilot. This is Charlie. And um, instead, he kind of rolled the dice. He's like, well, on this hand, I've got this sitcom, and you know, it's, it's all green lit and everything, and it, it's, I don't want to call it a sure thing because it was just a pilot. If people don't know what a pilot is, they do one episode and see if people like it. Or I've got this other thing, which is all mine, and it's my baby, and it's my dream, and if I make that, if I can get a pilot for that and do it, then, then it'll be even better. And he rolled the dice and sort of ditched the sure thing, went with his own show, and now it's been on for 10 years. I think yeah. it's been signed for 13 years or something. Like, it's super successful. I, I linked you to the ninth season. It's actually pretty good. I watched it the other day. Nice. Do we need a whole new topic? Yeah, I think so. I thought I had one, but I, I just I got one. Blank on it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, there's a North Dakota coffee shop that's doing something a little bit interesting. They're running entirely on the honor system. This is from 22words.com. Uh, in the town of Valley City, North Dakota, a former bank has been renovated and is now The Vault, a go-to coffee shop for the small community. Of course, it has uh, coffee, tea, and a few pastries. Otherwise, it wouldn't really be a coffee shop. But it doesn't have what it 
Uh, but what it doesn't have is what sets it apart, employees. Nobody works at the vault. The owners, Kimberly and David Breck, stop by to keep it stocked, but that's it. Prices are clearly marked for customers who want to get, uh, who get whatever they want, add up their own total, and then swipe their credit card or slip cash or check into the slot on the counter. It's entire, entirely run on the honor system. Is it working? Yes, it is. David said that while they aren't making money yet because of the cost of the renovations, revenue is 15% higher than if customers only paid the marked prices wow neat where is this no place employees. south dakota yes uh, uh north dakota valley city north dakota huh good people north dakotaans they're, they're i guess like so good honest I, I, folk. you know it sounds like passive income which is the amazing income the great income that's the income everybody wants right you, you see people who are making good money but if they're working for their money then they're only doing okay I think I would rather have real estate that kicked off three hundred grand a year than be a surgeon who made five hundred grand a year. Mm-hmm. Passive income is awesome income, and uh, it sounds like they it sounds like they found something close to that. I used to dream of owning a gas station. There's a gas station down the street from me, like I don't know, a couple of miles away, and uh, no one works there. It's just totally you pull up, you swipe your card. You fill it, and then you drive away, and that's it. All they need to do is make sure that like vandalism doesn't happen, and um, and that the tanks are full, and they set the prices. And they just that's it. It's just a gas station. People drive up, exchange money for goods, and drive away. Like it seemed like the greatest business in the world. And um, it, I talked to a guy. He and his five brothers lived off three of them, and I was like, huh, that's better than a one-to-one ratio. So mm-hmm. if one person had one of them then that would be a good living, perhaps, maybe. I don't know. So uh, passive income is great income. Do you have that any sounds, passive income? What were the hurdles to getting, the, getting to the gas station done? Was it just... Yeah, it's really expensive. Like, they uh, want you to have... I, I could probably do it now, but th- at the time, they wanted you to have, like, I forget. You had to, your net worth needed to be, like, a million, and you had to have, like, half a million in, like, current assets or something, like, you know, stocks, bonds, cash, et cetera. And, uh, um, and I, it was just like, wow, that, yeah, you already have to be rich to get rich. What a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that was the hurdle. Now I don't like everyone who owns a gas station seems to feel like they're not that good a moneymaker that you sell pretty much at a loss because the competition's so tight and the customers are so price sensitive and it's the little quickie mart that goes with it that makes the money. And I don't feel like owning a quickie mart. That sounds like a ton of work. That sounds like like imagine all the different inventory items that you have to like stock at your stupid quickie mart, all the little powdered donuts and toothbrushes and feminine hygiene products and apples and donuts and hot dogs and and then you've got staff and the staff isn't particularly well paid, of course because you need your quickie mart to remain competitive. But staff that's not particularly well paid tend to steal and quit a lot, and you've got that to deal with. And I don't want to own a quickie mart. That sounds like a crappy business. Kind of business do you want to own? What kind? Yeah. Name it. If you had money to invest, what would you buy? <clears throat> Let me think. Car washes. I, I know Lots of a guy who labor. owns car washes, and he does really well. I don't know the first thing about the car wash. Liquor barn. Liquor barn? Yeah, it's a, it's a big barn. You drive right through the middle of it. Get your liquor, get out. Drive straight through the building. 
I've seen them in, in, in Kentucky. It's a badass. I don't even drink, and I thought it was cool. They have them in North Carolina. Uh, I don't know if it's called Liquor Barn, but I know that they're in the Outer Banks here. You can, it's a barn a full of liquor. They call it a liquor barn. <laughs> it, it's, I just know they have drive-through liquor stores. Yeah. But that, like, like you drive straight through the middle of the building because the building's a barn, though. I hear you. I, okay. I just wanted to make sure we're the same thing. <laughs> like, just so you know, just so you're aware, you drive through the building. To get you yeah, yeah, this Just, is like McDonald's. <laughs> like you're inside. Let's let me see if I can find a picture. I found one. I, apparently, Liquor Barn is like a a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't find. There's a picture of a guy in a speedo buying booze, which seems about right for a place called this called the Liquor Barn. Um. God, look at all this. All this stuff devoted to getting people drunk. Ah, we can't. This is what it's water. called. In North Carolina, and I have to tell you, I think we beat you on the naming. It's called a brew through, <laughs> and it looks like this. <laughs> That's badass. Yes. If you felt a bump, check for a body, <laughs> because there's no bumps. <laughs> it's a brew through, and there's pretty much little refrigerators. You don't leave your car. You open them, you take the beer out, and you check out. I like That's it. Pretty cool. I like it because if there's one thing I hate when I'm trying to get drunk, it's having to stop at the store. Who wants to do that? <laughs> I just yeah. want to get sloshed. If there's one thing I hate when drinking and driving, it's trying to walk. Right? What a great way to promote <laughs> drinking and driving. Like, hey, have you never wanted to get out of your car and buy copious amounts of alcohol? Well, now you can with the brew through. <laughs> go ahead and open it up while you're driving why don't you do taste tests go for it <laughs> have like a wine testing inside your liquor barn yeah um oh business ideas hvac guys hvac HVAC. hvac heating venting and air conditioning really H- oh why yeah. is hvac in the summer and in the winter you've got people by the balls Oh, you evil bitch. They, you, you own whatever. Because what are they going to do? Oh, the capacitor blew on the thing. Oh, oh man. Oh, are you going to fix it? No. Why? Well, then I get to charge you whatever I want to fix it. Yes. And, oh, and by the way, HVAC has this special culture around it. Cars are 50 times, 1,000 times more complicated than your HVAC unit. Yet there's tons of information and lots of people deal with it themselves. HVAC units, I think, are relatively simple, yet you can't Google how to fix it. There's no online manuals on fixing it. You can't go to Amazon and order more parts for your HVAC unit like you can your car. You're well, for, for, your, for, your, uh, for your compressor units, actually you can. It's just an electric motor and, and an industrial-sized capacitor, and you can do it. I tried to buy the, um, the circuit board went bad on my HVAC unit, mm. and... Yeah, it cost me so much to buy one that like the installation would have been free, which was the part I could do. And it's yeah, HVAC they they do have you by the balls. And and the great part is too, if like if you if there's elderly people in the house or or even in the winter, you know, we had the what was it called the Arctic uh, storm or whatever this this past winter, the Arctic. I forget what it's called. Anyway, really really bad. It was and that so, year two thousand negative one hundred eighty degree breeze. It came straight down. It was fucking cold, man. It was coming from Canada. It was yeah. cold. Um, so what you do is, you, you know, the, the heater, the, uh, the furnace goes out, and you show up and you say, all right, yeah, I can, f- 
I can I can fix it, but I got a lot on my plate right now. Next week I can I'll be able to get you in, or by the end of the week. They say it's go, it's going to be negative fifteen tomorrow. Yeah, I, you know I could do it today, but you know I have to bring in extra guys, and they're already overtime, so they're going to get double time, and uh, it's going to cost you fifteen grand, and you might die. You get to leverage <laughs> death against people. It's like you're a doctor, but you don't have to go through all the school. I, I once used the baby angle. Like, oh. like we needed heat, and they're like, yeah, it's going to be like four days. I'm like, man, I have a three-month-old in there. Like, we need heat, and they prioritize this. I had a three-month-old. Monster. I, <laughs> I, I needed heat. But, yeah, you want to make a ton of money? HVAC, start it. Shit, go to, go to learn a, an electrical trade. Run it out of a van. You could probably compete with the big guys in your area and do really well. And then you buy two vans, and then an employee, and then... It sounds like work. I, I mean, I, I think <laughs> buying real estate and just collecting rental income, cemetery. Why not buy a cemetery? Just hire a guy to mow the grass and collect the cash. Who buries the bodies? Eh. The other guy. Yeah, the guy with the yeah, with the excavator. <laughs> yeah, that guy. You hired that. You source that out. You don't have to do it. We can put that on a billboard out front. Mow the grass, collect the cash. What a dirty cemetery. <laughs> I got some land here. Want to bury your dead? That'd be $5,000. Oh, you want to shine a stone for over the dead body, do you? I can arrange that. How big is your shiny stone? I meant, you got how a much box? did you love her? <laughs> did you love her 1000 that's so sad did she cheat on you no oh, you loved her at least 2500 well the greatest part is owning like a funeral parlor because the, the municipalities bring the bodies to you if the morgue's full and so you've got the, so you've got dead grandma in the basement and some guy's like alright well and you're like okay let's talk burying grandma <laughs> I got her downstairs. You can come get her if you want. Or yeah, oh gosh, if you or I can get her, her ready. You drive like a pickup truck or a station wagon. You'd be good. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to be part of a graveyard. I don't think that's my business of choice. Oh, so suddenly, you're taking the high road. I'm just saying, I think it'd be a little creepy. You know, at some point, you're gonna have to deal with some dead people. Yeah. All right, what's your business then? Come on, lay it I out. I told there. you, the car wash is going. Car wash, huh? You're talking the automatic car washes, not like the places that they're. You got a couple guys out front spraying stuff on your car, handing out wipes, selling Mm -hmm. stuff. But you got a big, you know, one of the really expensive laser wash things. Actually, you know what I would do? I'd open a uh, a fast food place called Cookout. Have you been to Cookout? No. It's incredible. It's so fucking good. It's like like literally, there's one in East Atlanta. I haven't been there in a couple of weeks, but last time I was, for the first three weeks it was open that I was aware of it, the line was around the building. Like, they had to put out road cones, and they had five guys outside working, like, t- so, so the line could operate. But it was literally a 30-minute wait for fast food, and it's so fucking cheap. It, and it's really, really good fast food. Not for me, man. Restaurant is my personal nightmare. Like, there are people, like, if you go hire a restaurant, they enjoy cooking. Right, so so they want to take their hobby and turn it into a job. Right, I think it's called avocation. There's a word for it. 
And, uh, you know, like we've all done with YouTube at one point. Anyway, they want to take their hobby and turn it into jobs, so they open a restaurant, and then they start cooking and working, and they pull 80-hour weeks. Or maybe they're just working for someone else. They don't open a restaurant, but they want to be a chef. And they start on the line, and they work their way up, and it's slippery, and it's hot, and their fingers are always cut and burnt because that's the nature of the job, and they just pull big hours. But for them, cooking it's is fast cool. fast food place, man. You, you know, it's a franchise. You hire people. Dude, it's like you're a burger I don't want anything. Uh, I don't want to smell it. I don't want. Have you ever worked it in a restaurant? It smells so good. No, this place smells like like love. <laughs> <laughs> they never smell like love. They smell this like dumpsters. Like That's love. what they actually they smell. They have like. they have like thirty milkshakes. They have like eighteen different kinds of hot dogs. Like th- four kinds of French fries. Like like you get a combo. Their combo isn't even like a normal place's combo. You get like a half pound hamburger, like a large order of Cajun fries, a chicken quesadilla. And like like some salsa or something like like it's weird. They have all kinds of crazy I don't combos. Want to be a customer, but I do not want anything to do with owning or working in a restaurant. That's that's my personal nightmare. It's not for me. I, I you know what I did as a kid? I rented out beach umbrellas. That'd be a neat business. Right? It's like totally low cost, and then you just collect beach cash. Umbrellas. Thousand bucks a day, I bet. Really? Beach that's. Umbrellas? That's some. Uh, that is Across some. An island? Yeah. I, I mean, that guy easily had like ten units. We all did more than a hundred bucks a day, I think. Hmm. I'm still going with my HVAC idea. I think I make a killing. Killing it. Killing so I, uh, it. I. After the during the during this most recent Steam sale, I've been gifted a lot of games. Lots <laughs> and lots of games have been gifted to me, and so I've downloaded them all and I've started modding them. And I'm really enjoying myself over here. I've uh, I've got Skyrim modded the fuck up, and it is interesting. So tell me about these Skyrim mods that have you enjoying well, they yourself. They do they do everything. Like, like, like <laughs> there's nothing that you can't change. Apparently, like like my the crabs are cursing. The the paper looks real. There are mm. naked women if I want them. I, I have I haven't went are those that the far ones yet. that have you enjoying yourself? No, I actually haven't downloaded those yet. I haven't tried them at least. So now what you need to do is attach a flashlight to your computer so you There's, can fuck uh, your computer while you're playing. Yes. Skyrim. Can you play this on an iPad? <laughs> can you attach the flashlight? Can you go like dual screen on this thing and then get your iPad? Just trying to Maybe. Help. Maybe you know, you've been enjoying yourself, but I think you're enjoying yourself this much when you could be enjoying yourself. <laughs> I, 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 that's not the experience I want from Skyrim. I, I don't think. I uh, but but I have been enjoying it. Mod? There is. You can decide exactly what you want it to look like. Um, <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> there are a lot of sliders. <laughs> <laughs> so so this one you've installed? No, I was. There's like pictures of it, like when you like click the mod, and there's like like they show you what the mod does. I'd let you know if I had the vagina mod. I just don't. I was <laughs> <laughs> having fun with you. But uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to do some Fallout too. Some Fallout New Vegas modded up. I'm, I think there's a mod where you can you can actually combine Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas into one mega game. Really? Yeah. That's a hell of a mod. I really wish I could get. I really need to look into getting Fallout 3 working on uh, on my PC because it's it does not work well with uh, more than dual dual core processors. Apparently, mm. it freaks out. It doesn't like it. But New a- Vegas is a good one anyway. You you like New Vegas better than three? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's much better. Hmm. 
What are the what are the reasons for that? It's a better story. The, the, it's I, I don't care for the the third story. I like the story of the courier better than the story of the kid looking for his dad, who's Liam Neeson. Like I don't even think I ever found Liam Neeson. I just lost interest. But like in uh, in Fall New Vegas, you know, you're the courier. You're you're kind of stuck in the middle of uh, of a lot of powerful groups, and you kind of pick your you decide whether you want to go with the Legion or the uh, or the NCR, whether you want to set your own course and rule everything yourself. And the, the DLC is great. The Dead Money, um, Dead Money was great in my opinion. Uh, uh, it's like Old City Blues. That that's nuts. I'm still in the middle of that one. Uh, Lonesome Road is like a is really good. Uh, it's a great game. I don't know. I never met the Legion. Like I played through the game once, never Ooh. met the Legion. Never the met Legion them. Four. Yeah, I mean, I would, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, what I would fight of- them, but I was always just like, it was so clear to me that the path was laid out. Like you're supposed to like the NCR and hate the Legion. And there it's was pretty no, cool to no side with the Legion, though. You I get to play this game. I'm so curious about. I'm sorry, I made it about me, but like. Uh, today's a, a particularly good example. I woke up at about nine this morning, and it's twelve thirty a.m. the next day. I haven't had an unproductive second, like unless you count like stopping to eat dinner. But like, yeah, I haven't seen any TV. I haven't goofed off. I just just worked all day. Fallout New Vegas four ninety nine on Steam right now. Every you want if, if I you should get all the you should get the ultimate edition and uh, and modify it, make it look real pretty. And I wonder what I have. Oh, do you have Let's it already? See. Yeah, I have something. I'm yeah, checking. Yeah. I uh, just go to the library, right-click on it when you see it in your library, and then look, click uh, View Downloadable Content. You'll see what you should have. Fallout New Vegas, View Downloadable Content. Oh, yeah, it's all check marks. I think I've got it all. Okay, so then, yeah, you got everything. Yeah, man, totally play that. It's a it is a fun game, especially when you mod it. You get so, some of the weapon mods are kind of wonky. They don't really work well. You've got to balance like does uh, does this weapon mod, you know? Because you but can it's put a lot of hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. can just yeah you can play through the story, but then you can also just explore and explore and explore. That's and, my and, problem. I feel like I just I just don't see myself having like a hundred hours for a game. Yeah, it takes more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like if yeah. you really want to play it, here's how you got to play it. It's got to be. Yeah, I, I, I've played it all kinds of different ways. I, I like the exploring. I like you know I, as much as I like doing the uh, the missions from time to time, and I really just like ranking my character up and and acquiring weapons and fucking shit up and exploring caves and stuff. That's what I do in Skyrim too. I love it. God, I Looking at my Twitter for some reason, we looked at it while you were gone. Guys, like, come on, man, where's PKA one eighty six? I expect you to be pumping that up by now because you're on Adderall. <laughs> We're recording it. <laughs> He's already wanting it. Well, you know, Adderall it allows you to bend time. Apparently, you just <laughs> make sure you get the rest of those PKA play videos. Oh, was that? I was gonna say I gotta get the rest of PKA play videos up, and and then I'm gonna start uploading that. What was that game that that uh, Worms? Yeah, Worms Revolution. That's, I uploaded two episodes of that already. It's a fun. That is game. a great game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I should check that out. Yeah, yeah, you need to get that. It's it's. I awesome. have it. I bought it. I oh, sweet. It. Yeah, well, we need to it. find some time to play that, even if it's just for like an hour. Like you can get in some good fun in an hour. That's the kind of game that it's been more attractive to me lately. Like I, I just I work a lot. Woodycraft's been under attack and stuff, so it has me working around the clock. And um, oh, by the way, fixed in like twenty four hours, completely perfect. So um, uh, but 
you know, like a game that you can play for an hour or something is pretty neat. Like COD was that way. If you had an hour, you could play COD. Mm-hmm. If you have an hour, it's hard. Like that's Can't not play Civ. Right, yeah. yeah, you're not hopping on Civ or Fallout. You're like, oh, I'm, gonna get, oh, I'm only getting to get 45 minutes of Fallout in. Nah, that's not how it works. Yeah, but, but the Worms game, really fun. It, I mean, you, it's basically turn-based worm destruction. Uh, you're, you're in this weird sort of Angry Birds environment where there's destructible stuff, and uh, each person has three worms. You name your worms, or five worms. You name any, any amount you want. Uh, you name your worms, and you have like a, like a toolbox full of weapons you can use against each other. And you open your toolbox when it's your turn, decide which weapon you want to use, and uh, and you fuck the other worms up because they can't move. It's turn based. Can you win? Like it's, I feel yeah. like if I play against you guys with experience, I'm just gonna get the. We don't have too much experience. We just no. We're still anyway. killing each other or killing ourselves a lot. So yeah, it's it's really hard to like. We kill ourselves more than anybody. Like like it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard for us sometimes. It shouldn't be, I don't think. But. It's like um, air hockey, where if you don't score on yourself, you have extreme advantage over the other person. I, I said that the, not, the, not the air hockey, but I said, you know, it, the name of this game is just don't hurt yourself. If you can go a whole game without killing yourself, you'll probably win. Yep. And that's the, that's the, the part about it being turn-based, is if you screw up, if you miss with your rocket shot, or if you jump too high and you take fall damage, your turn's over, and you, there's no defense it's purely offense and just getting power-ups and shooting at other worms and the strategy I think there's defense, but we just don't do it. There's like some sort of connect shield you can use, but we like there's a baseball bat too, so that's more attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys need another topic? Sure. So, Kyle, are you familiar with Ann Coulter? Yes, very. Um, can you describe her for our audience? A uh, super conservative right-wing um, political figure for some reason. She's a writer. She's a, an author. Um, you'll see her a lot on like Sean Hannity's show, various Fox and Friends, that sort of thing. I think that's completely fair. And I would add sometimes a bit of a troll. Sometimes she'll um, take she, right-wing she, positions. She's very waspy looking, really thin, but still pretty attractive, I'd say. Especially I, I want for, to know if it's a physical troll. More of the internet troll kind of thing where I think sometimes the things she says are just designed to be a lightning rod. Sure. So she wrote this article. I've held off about writing for, about soccer for a decade or about the length of the average soccer game so as not to offend anyone. But enough is enough. Any growing interest in soccer can only be a sign of the nation's moral decay. Individual achievement is not a big factor in soccer. In a real sport, players fumble passes, throw bricks, or drop fly balls, all in front of a crowd. When a baseball player strikes out, they're standing alone at the plate. But there's also individual glory in home runs, touchdowns, and slam dunks. In soccer, the blame is dispersed, and no one scores anyway. There's no heroes, no losers, no accountabilities. No child's fragile self-esteem is bruised. There's a reason it's perpetually alarmed winner are called soccer moms and not football moms. Do they even MVP in soccer? Everyone just runs up and down the field, and once in a while, a ball accidentally goes in. That's where they're supposed to go wild. I'm already asleep. Liberal moms like soccer because it's the sport in which athletic talent finds so little expression that girls can play with boys. No serious sport is co-ed, even at the kindergarten level. No other sport ends in as many scoreless ties as soccer. There is an actual marquee signed by the freeway in Long Beach, California, about a World Cup game last week. Second period, 11 minutes left, score 0-0. Two hours later, another World Cup game was on the same screen. First minute, 
Eight minutes left. Score zero zero. If Michael Jackson had treated his chronic insomnia with a tape of Argentina versus Brazil <laughs> instead of propofol, he'd still be alive, although bored. Even in football, in which by I mean football, there are very few scoreless ties. And it's a lot harder to score when half a dozen 300-pound bruisers are trying to crush you. The prospect of either personal humiliation or major injury is required to count as a sport. Most sports are subliminated warfare, as Lady Thatcher reportedly said after Germany had beaten England in some major soccer game. Don't worry. After all, twice this century we beat them at their national game. Baseball and basketball present a constant threat <laughs> of personal disgrace. In hockey, three or four fights a game. And it's not a stroll on the beach to be in the ice with a puck flying around at 100 miles an hour. After a football game... Ambulances carry off the wounded. After a soccer game, every player gets a ribbon and a juice box. You can't, you can't hold, you can't use your hands in soccer, eliminating the danger of having to catch a foul ball, fly ball. What sets man apart from lesser beasts, besides a soul, is that we have opposable thumbs. Our hands can hold things. Here's a great idea. Let's create a game in which we're not allowed to use them. I resent the force-fed aspect of soccer. The same people trying to push soccer on Americans are the ones demanding that we love HBO Girls, Light Rail, Beyonce, and Hillary Clinton. The number of New York Times articles claiming soccer is catching on is exceeded only by the ones pretending women's basketball is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm I'm there for that one. <laughs> I note that we don't have to be endlessly told how exciting football is. It's foreign. In fact, that's the precise reason the Times is constantly hectoring Americans to love soccer. One group of sports fans with whom soccer is not catching on at all is African Americans. They distinctly remain unimpressed by the fact that the French like it. Soccer is like the Mexican systems, in which liberals also adore because it's European. Naturally, the metric system is emerged from the French res resolution during the brief intervals where they weren't committing mass suicide by guillotine. I'm sorry, mass murder. And I'm, I'm almost done this. Despite being subjected to Chinese-style brainwashing in public schools to use centimeters and Celsius, ask any American for the temperature and he'll say something like 70 degrees. Ask how far Boston is from New York and he'll say about 200 miles. Liberals get angry and tell us the metric system is more rational than the measurements everyone understands. This is ridiculous. An inch, of the width of, an inch is the width of a man's thumb. A foot is the length of his foot. A yard is the length of his belt. And that's easy to visualize. How do you visualize 147.2 centimeters? I can't agree with her on that one. Soccer is not catching on. Headlines this week, pro this week proclaim record U.S. ratings for the World Cup. And we, again, we hear about the growing popularity of soccer in the United States. The USA-Portugal game was a blockbuster match, garnering 18.2 million viewers. This beat the second most watched soccer game ever, the 1999 Women's World Cup final, USA versus China. In soccer, the women's games are as thrilling as men's. Run-of-the-mill, regular season, Sunday night football games average more than 20 million viewers. Playoff games get 40 million viewers, and the Super Bowl had 115 million. Remember when the media tried to force David Beckham and his prematurely, I'm sorry, permanently camera-ready wife on us a few years ago? Their arrival in America was heralded with 24 by 7 news coverage and lasted about two days. Ratings tanked, no one cared. If more Americans are watching soccer today, it's only because the demographic switch affected by Ted Kennedy's 1965 immigration law. I promise you, no American <laughs> whose great-grandfather was born here is watching soccer. We can only hope that, in addition to learning English, these new Americans will drop their soccer fetish with time. <laughs> 
<laughs> nothing like a little racism to close out an article for Van Culture. <laughs> nothing like that. Well, I went down a dark road there at the end. Yeah, she was really like, and I want to talk about Mexicans now. That's what I wanted. You know what I haven't talked about yet? Mexicans. Let's talk about that now. God damn it, Ted, Ted Kennedy's 1965 immigration law. People enjoy soccer now, you bastard. She's been working on that bit for a while. She's like, I want to talk about Ted Kennedy's 19 immigration. <laughs> I just saw it. I was like, she's going off the deep edge. Yeah. you Look, I'm not the biggest fan of soccer. I can understand its appeal. It doesn't appeal to me. And I, and I also agree that it's not catching on because it's not fast-paced enough for Americans, and we like fast-paced stuff. That's just the way it is. And soccer isn't fast-paced enough. You can create all the narrative you want. Football fast-paced. It appears to be fast-paced, yes. It's not actually fast-paced. No. I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they play like 11 minutes over three hours. Yep. Mm-hmm. But those 11 minutes are really intense. Yeah, and then... would stop stopping the fucking game and just let it roll. Then it would be like hockey. Yes. You know, which is intense, but lower intense. Somebody falls and gets hurt, then they're just... They just fell and they got hurt. Let's keep playing. Who fucking cares? We're move, we're running past them anyway. It's not like football. We're like gonna grind in the spot. It's not like Part baseball. We're in the way. Should just be medics, right? Like <laughs> where where they practice getting people off on stretchers. Sure. <laughs> like pit crews. Yeah, care that fucker off. Get a new one out mm-hmm. here. <laughs> it's a better sport. I mean, I, can we get I, lacrosse sticks involved somehow? No, no hands. Maybe maybe put some of those big like rock, rock'em sock'em gloves on them though. That'd be fun. Oh, this is soccer we're talking about. Yeah, I do soccer. have an issue with the soccer fake injury thing. Yeah, it's bullshit. All Americans do. Uh, and it's like, it seems like they got the worst refs ever because they fall for it so often. Right. It's like, are you, are you stupid? Like, like, it's clear that nothing happened. Yeah. And, and, Everyone but you, like, the decision maker. In hockey, part of the game used to be that refs can't see everything. And a good hockey player would be aware of where the ref is and where he's looking and get away with stuff. So you know what they did? They added more refs. Mm-hmm. Now there's like, I think, I forget if there's three or there's four on the ice all the time. I think there's three. And it's hard to get away with stuff. In soccer, they need to step up their ref game so that players don't get away with stuff. I, I hate that getting away with stuff is a big part of soccer. It's stupid. Right, and then the, that forces the need for everybody to be flamboyant in the like, oh my god, he... And trying to trying to induce calls, and I get I, people the, the rationale as well because they miss other stuff, and you've got to you've got to capitalize on the times where you are, you know, w- whatever the penalties are. Well, yeah, that's the same. That's why flopping in the NBA exists, and that's why people uh, or wide receivers in the NFL, you know, if somebody breathes on them wrong in front of a ref, they're flying all over the place, throwing their hands up and. That's why that happens. And Wait, in the NHL, you say people do that? No, the NFL. Oh, oh. In the NBA, I mean NBA flopping, and the, they do it to get calls, but it's it's nowhere near as egregious in. And it's, Next it, year, it, NBA real life, real money fines for flopping. Good thousands of dollars docked from players for flopping like that. Mm-hmm. Be, and that's that. what we do because it. You're not supposed that's, that's come on, that's we call it Bush League. That's just Bush League. Don't do it. Yeah. But that shit out of here. this it's like an art form in soccer, which I can respect the art form of it, but come on, play the game. Let me watch people run around and kick the ball. Right. 
you know, I want to be impressed by you like dribbling through those slide tackles. You know, jump the guy. Let he'll still get a call that in the right world, right? He'd still get a call. But you know, you powering through it is awesome. That happens in hockey. In hockey, if you commit a penalty against me, we just get to like keep going. And the second you touch the puck, the penalty begins. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. second you gain control of it, it's not actually touch it, but it, it, as soon as you control the puck, then we start the penalty. Until then, we'll pull our goalie. You know, unless we score <laughs> ourselves, we're cool. So we just drop the goalie, add another attacker on there, and we play as hard as we can. And if you manage to take the puck from us, we'll start the penalty. That's a much better system. Yeah, but how? And again, soccer isn't for me. I understand it's the thing for many people. Okay, cool. Good for you. And Coulter, this is very clearly just lightning rod. I'm going to say things yeah. so that people will pay attention He's to me. Trolling. I, I'm to say I'm getting into soccer is kind of a stretch, but I am enjoying it. Like, uh, like um, last Super Bowl, I I couldn't tell you who played. Did mm-hmm. the, the Ravens play? Uh, it was the Broncos and. Uh... Shit. Broncos lost it, right? Cause yeah, Cole, the Broncos lost. Manning always loses. And then lost it. Who did they lose to? another team won it. Was it the Ravens? Yeah, somebody like, it was a bird team, right? <laughs> I don't watch football. It was... Was the Eagles? No, it was not the Eagles. No, it was not the Eagles. Seahawks? Seahawks. That's right. Yeah. Good call. Really? The Seahawks won? Yeah. Oh, there it is. You're right. I Googled it. Pete Carroll. Genius right. coach. But So that, that shows you my level of interest in the Super Bowl. I'm paying much more attention to – I mean, I, I bet if you ask me six months from now which teams advanced out of the brackets, I'll be able to name like six of them or something. I'll have gone way further. I really like the action in soccer when there's action. You know, and I, and I, I, do, I do like the tactics of advancing the ball forward, and I used to hargo like, oh, you pass it backwards, idiots. But – the, the strategy of working the ball around to try to find a hole in the defense. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I just want more of the action. I want more corner kicks. I want more, you know, shots on – I want shots on goal. Not goals, but I want more action around the respective nets. I, give me another player. One more. Just one more each side. More – or shorten the field, something. Another forward maybe? Yeah, give me more attackers, maybe more like a little bit one, more action. One defenseman instead of two. Perhaps. Maybe two goalies and a bigger net and trap doors. <laughs> Small explosives. And power-ups. Yeah, I really want the trap doors. I want them, those, those fuckers to be running along full speed and one just disappears into the earth and then like the door flips back up. Maybe he makes it back, maybe he doesn't, but he's going on a journey now. <laughs> he's going on a journey. And they all wear GoPros. Dude, so I'm, I'm actually liking soccer. I'm taking an interest in it. I'm not watching a lot of the games because I don't have like live TV or anything. But, um, you know, like it, when I know America's playing, I'm excitedly awaiting the result of that game. Like I've, I'm sort of wrapped up in World Cup fever, even if I'm not watching every game. So, you know who's not wrapped up in World Cup fever? The people of Brazil. They're not liking <laughs> it. Or at least the people of Rio de Janeiro and wherever there are cities and or mm-hmm. arenas and stuff. That's Funny cool, how all cool. the protests and stuff aren't making it to the World Cup coverage all that stuff. And it was really funny because when FIFA came in I, before the World Cup started, in an effort to curb hooliganism, um, there was a law passed in Brazil that outlawed 
beer sales at stadiums. But a Bud- was, was, yeah, that'd been longstanding though because there were so many deaths. Right, but FIFA comes in and they've got Budweiser as a sponsor, so that's got to go. Now they're selling they're selling kegs of Bud Light and whatever all over the place. It's just oh, okay. And, and I have I have a hard time just even getting behind. Yeah, FIFA made Brazil change the law. Such a corrupt organization is FIFA. The NBA, the NFL, and the MLB all corrupt, all all very bad. FIFA makes them look like good Samaritans. Like they're the like they're the Salvation Army to FIFA. FIFA is that corrupt and just awful. FIFA didn't react to the whole, oh, you took bribes to bring the World Cup to Qatar thing with, oh, we're gonna fire people. They just they just responded with, oh, let's do it over again then. We'll vote again. Sure, yeah. You, ugh, no, I'm good. Same thing with the International Olympic Committee. Get that out of here. Not for me. Bad yep. people. So we we got a late start tonight. Do you want to do Game of Thrones talk and, uh, and close it out? I think it's too early. Lefty, how long has it been? Uh, two hours and 40 minutes. I have more or, topics. Or just okay. thereabouts. It's getting late. All right, all right. Lefty. What was your first kiss like? It was a peck. That's all it was. It, it was no, no, no. It wasn't a. It wasn't. What's that? How old were you? What grade you in? How long had you it was, known the girl? It was seventh grade. It was my first ever dance function. You know, and uh, I had no idea what a dance was, and I'd, I'd heard about it in you know popular culture, and it was a girl. I never dated her because I didn't really know what dating was at the time. However, however old you are in seventh grade, were you 12, maybe uh-huh. 13? Uh, so it was at this dance. It was outside after the dance. And we had gone. I forget how it was so long ago, how we had gone there. And we did the slow dancing stuff and the whatever else there was there to do. I even forget. It was outside this rec center by my uh, by my junior high and, uh, you know, it was the hug to, to say goodbye because her ride was there. And um, we just kind of parted. You know, when you part from a hug, you know, and you just kind of you just step back. Well, we didn't do that. It was kind of just we just stayed in an embrace kind of. And she just looked up at me and I looked down at her. And then it was just a it was just a soft peck. And that was that was a huge boner from it like i was the first time i was like whoa this is awesome back in the you know at that point i would have a huge boner beforehand like i would have it all dance you have to you have to turn like when you hug like oh okay yeah let's not i once asked my wife like what do girls think of that like if you're rocking a stiffy all dance long and then there's like a slow dance are girls just like kind of accepting of it like yeah boys gonna be boys or are they like, you know, oh, my God, he has a boner? Just, you know, what other <laughs> thoughts does he have in his head? And um, she said that, uh, like, it's, it's semi-understanding, but you're best off not getting caught with a boner. Hmm. There were a bunch of ones that I wouldn't count when I was, when I was like, I don't know, 13 or 14. But when I was 16 was the first one that meant something. Mm. We were watching uh, Lord of the Rings. And, uh, and, and that was, that was the first real one that meant something. That was a real kiss. That wasn't just a, this is an experiment. It was a, it was like a love kiss. Hmm. Tongue, no tongue? Little tongue. Little tongue. 
when I um when I so there are like you there are a bunch that don't really count right there were like like even in kindergarten I had girlfriends and stuff and we would peck on the lips and and I had a a girlfriend one time in the early grades like first that used to squeeze my cheeks unreasonably hard and kiss me and stuff but that's not really first kiss it's just I guess it is first kiss but it's it's not the one that meant anything um the first girl that made out with me her name was Dory I'll leave out her last name and um we had moved into Ocean City and for some reason we had like more couches than we needed so in the basement we had a stack of couches right so the couch of course is is kind of u-shaped but square and then you could fit put another one on top of it and it's kind of a balancing act but a double decker couch bam so we were on the second double decker couch in the basement which was kind of private and our 12 year old selves thought it was awesome and by the way the couch was up against a wall so it was like couch wall that you're forced to like lay down on the couch it's not as if you can do a seating position and um and we were just sort of laying down on this couch and if you get low all of a sudden it's like a fort or something and uh and we were just macking like kissing hard and uh i think she had less than spectacular breath but i was mm. willing to overcome that mm. because this was a girl willing to make out with me <laughs> yeah. and uh and I was good to go. And uh, I think, like, I may have went straight down. The, I, I, I'm not thinking. I know. I, I got down her pants, too. Uh, so I got, like, my first French kiss and my first uh, wet finger on the same day. Nice. Bam. Nice. Well. Was it sweet? Because she might have diabetes if it was. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that kind of lettuce. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, when did third base become oral? I didn't know it was. Yeah. Apparently it's regional. But I once mentioned that I got to third base on like a video. Like I did a whole video series of all my girlfriends. And um, um, actually I think I had a fifth grade girlfriend I made out with. But I, anyway, let's just go with that one. And uh, um, someone, I, I mentioned that I got into like third base. And they're like, you got oral at 12? And I did not get oral at 12. No, that's that's it was always uh using your hands, I thought. I thought that was third. Yeah, it was like it's like skin on skin like digital penetration is probably the the best third base. It was like the, that that's as large as it got. Anything that, else? Yeah, that that is third base in my in my book. Yeah. Uh, Any, in mine too. But I'm going to go to Urban Dictionary and uh and see what the kids are saying nowadays. Cuz first Cause base I think is we're all out of date. I guess first base was always for me was kissing. Second base was touching over the clothes of either, you know, the crotchal region, the buttocks or the breasts. And then third base was under the clothes. Home run was, you know, you're doing the dirty. Okay, so the the first the most popular version of third base in urban dictionary refers to baseball. So that let's skip that. The next most popular with 5,300 upvotes is is what we're talking about. You know, basically fingering a girl or, or um, uh, you know, girl touching your, your junk. But the third most popular definition of third base is oral or hand job. Oh, no, no. Now the third, it, um, it does mention hand job, but it's fellatio for guys and cunnilingus for girls. I hope I pronounced that right. 
that's a pretty advanced move, man, to be throwing that at the level of a triple. I don't know if I can get behind that. Because to me, the home, the home run thing signified orgasm. That was why it was a home run, is because, you know, you got home. That was the, you, you hit a home run because you, you finally got to come, and that was great. But anything before that, you're really I, not I going to. Call a, is a blowjob a home run? If it results in coming, yeah, to me. I, I, I have my own thought on this, and it's not completely my own. I've heard it before, but people talk about when you lose your virginity, right? And they say for a straight couple, there's this very clear definition of losing your virginity, and that's when a penis goes in a vagina, right? That's the loss of a virginity. Some people put a little twist on it and say penis entering vagina and orgasm, right, for the guy. That's a virginity loss if you just, like, you know, enter and don't really go long enough to finish and that doesn't count and whatever. I have my own thoughts on this and it's, I believe there are lots of stages of losing your virginity and they are each sort of accurate. You know, you, you don't lose your virginity one night. You lose your virginity in dribs and drabs over time. There will be some day where you lose your vaginal virginity. There will be a day where you might lose your anal virginity. There'll be a day where you lose your like blowjob virginity. You're, you know, hand job virginity, right? You know, hand job isn't just a thing that teenagers do and settle for because real sex isn't on the table. Hand job is a thing that lasts through your entire life. You know, it, it's it's one of the items on the menu. Um, and when you share that moment with somebody, you have lost one of the parts of your virginity. That's that's my thought on losing your virginity. There, there's, it's probably a six stage process. There are probably little things in there that I didn't think of, but um. It's not just the day a penis enters a vagina, or if you're gay, the day a tongue enters a vagina or a penis enters a anus. It's dribs and drabs. There's all sorts of different little things you do that make you lose that particular kind of virginity. That's my current thought on it. Okay, I can get behind that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I, I just saw Kyle had stepped out. I was, I was hoping Kyle would step in. Um, yeah, it, it's. I like the different ideas because all or nothing, absolutely binary, just in that regard doesn't appeal to me because it's like, oh, I lost my virginity. Okay. And even then, what? Who? Why do like, we still if, if care about this? And you've given blowjobs or you've had anal sex, but you claim to be a virgin. You know, on my book, you're just a vaginal virgin. You know, you've been around the, the road and those other things. Um, or, or if you go the other way, you know, if you've had vaginal sex but you haven't done those other things, then you are still a virgin, you know, to some of the items on the menu. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's a way better way of, of, of looking at the whole V card than this, you know, this is the one act that turns it on or off. Right. Instead of like a movie stub, it's more like a punch ticket that you get at a sub joint. That's your V card. <laughs> It's not like I one like you just that, hand actually. over and it gets torn and no longer is it. It's a punch card with a bunch of things on it. And it's like, okay, well, what are we doing? Vaginal? Okay, here's it back. Put it back in your pocket. Perfect. Wow. If I ever mention this again, I'm totally stealing that analogy. Right. It's not a movie ticket. It's a subway punch card. There you go. See? That's why I'm brought on the show. That's why I'm here for things like that. Kyle, do you want to hear my virginity rant? Please. The thought is 
that you don't lose your virginity the one day a penis enters a vagina, that you lose your virginity in dribs and drabs, that there will be a day you lose your hand job virginity, a day you lose your blow job virginity, perhaps your anal virginity, that all of these things are items on the menu and that, that you lose your virginity over time and over acts and if, for example, a girl has had anal sex and given blowjobs, she is not, in my mind, a full virgin, if for lack of a better term. She still has her vaginal virginity, but she is not, you know, a 100% virgin. Uh, it, according to Lefty, it's not a movie ticket where you just sort of tear it and it's on or off. It's a subway punch card where there are a dozen acts and you lose your sort of uh, virginity in dribs and drabs over time as you try sampling different items on the menu? Yes and no. What parts of the no? There's a difference. There's just a difference. Like, like there's a, you lose, if when a girl first has vaginal sex, she loses her hymen. There's a, there's a medical difference. Not necessarily. Yeah, necessarily. Not necessarily. All hymens are somehow lost it previously through some horse riding lie. (laughs) (laughs) Through some some freak bicycle mistruth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I want to know what he mentioned it. I want to know that girl gives blowjobs and does anal, but vaginal. No, 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 no. I want to know right past, right past the veg. She just goes, no, back to these days. What'd you, what'd you say, Kyle? I said that's more and more common these days, I think. Yeah, and Kyle's from the South, where I think it happens more often. I I think it's the girls who, uh, or or the Irish Catholic girls, who have like a strong attachment to their virginity through the church, but still want to get down. Really? Yep. Oh, suddenly, suddenly the Catholic girls are more interesting to you than the atheist girls, huh? You know... They can believe in the boogeyman all they want. That won't matter when it's when I'm going in the back door. <laughs> like, what are you, aren't you afraid God will see us? Not really, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> We're good to go. Uh, all right, get your Game of Thrones talk in. Everybody was really upset last week that it wasn't a part of the show. I don't want to end the show yet. You guys talk about Game of Thrones for like a half an hour. And apparently this was a big episode or something? It was the final one. Uh, yeah, the, the, the season good. finale happened. And um, the plot advanced. Um, Arya is clearly leaving to become an assassin. Which or something. I saw all season long evolving. Right? That, that, like, man, she's becoming an assassin. She's becoming better and better at killing people. Kind of ruthless. And even though she's a little thing, she's just winning her fights. She's clever like that. Um, oh, uh, Tywin was right about Tyrion's whore the entire time. Yeah. He's like, son, she's just a whore. Son, you can't trust her. Son, you know, like, she is not in love with you. She's a whore, and she's nothing more than a whore. And this whole time, I'm thinking, no, no, what they have is real. No, <laughs> what they have is like the a special relationship. He fell in love with her. She fell in love with him. She's risking her life from him. She's his counsel. She's his soulmate. Fucking whore. Mm-hmm. dead. And, and I, he strangled her to death with that necklace. Damn straight. That was great. And then he, sh- and then he shot his fucking dad. That was great. Great now, episode. Is his dad, 
dead. I think. Oh he's yeah. Dead. Twice yeah. in the chest. That's that's he's dead. I thought it was his shoulder. But yeah, I guess I think we're supposed to know that he's dead. Um. Wait, you, you I, say he shot? Oh, with with an arrow. I'm a sorry. crossbow. Crossbow. Yeah, okay. Um. But yeah, it, it was just like all this time, and and was she hired by the dad and set up the whole time? It's hard to say. And did he Probably say not. something about the first wife he fell in love with? Did we, did we learn? Something yeah, there was that, that whole thing about how his dad had set up for him to like be with that other prostitute, and he married her, and then like he paid him to have sex with all the like men in the court or something. While Tyrion <laughs> watched, and like she, she couldn't hold all the silver she had so much or something. And, and even though she was married to him, mm-hmm. and it pretty much happened again, except this time he paid her and fucked her himself. Sort of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It went really badly, so he killed them both. Nice move. I and then Varys. The best part is like Varys is about to walk away from the boat as Tyrion's making his getaway, and the bells go off, and he's just like, "Oh, you really fucked some shit up, huh? I think <laughs> I'll go. I think I'll go too. Those are the bad bells." I'm coming with you. Those are the yeah. bad bells. And I like that character. He didn't get enough screen time this year. I think he will next year. He looks like he's going to be Tyrion's companion, maybe, traveling to wherever the fuck they're going. Maybe they're running to Arya. Maybe they're going to back to Bravos. Maybe they're going um, to... Uh, yeah. near, somewhere where the, where the Khaleesi is, fucking wasting her time, being boring as shit, and locking her dragons up. Fuck you, Khaleesi. Dude, a year ago, Khaleesi was like OP. You're like, dude, she's got 8,000 Sully to city worth of... <laughs> Like sell swords. Yeah, two thousand three dragons and tons of money and a bunch of boats and maybe even a couple freaking dragos left over or whatever the yeah. What were they called? What were the people yeah. called that she started with? Um, I don't know. Call dragos people the yeah the the cachas. I don't know the assholes. <laughs> and, and maybe even a couple of them still by her side. And it was like she is so badass. She's OP, right? She's the MP forty of this game. <sighs> then she spends the next season. Dude, I don't even want to hear her titles. I've watched Game of Thrones, and it's like, all right, this one's 46 minutes long. Every second is precious. Welcome to Khaleesi, Breaker of Chains, Mother of Dragons, the Heir to the Throne. What was that? The Unburnt, Queen of the Ocean of Grass. And it's just like... <laughs> right. You know, blonde hair, 6'5", whatever the fuck she is. I don't care. And it's like, no, stop wasting two minutes with her intro. And then she takes like seven minutes to preside over a dead goat or something. And I was like, how is this helping me? I, I get it. She's a crappy leader and she's in. Move on. Move on. It used to be I would thirst for the scenes with her in it. Now I'm, I, I want to move on. I want to mm-hmm. move on. She sucks. She's a sucky character in a sucky world who doesn't do shit. She, the worst right walkers now. did more walking than she did this year. Yeah, yeah, she's wor- she's the worst character to watch right now. But um, the mountain is apparently going to turn into like Franken Mountain. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. Um, Bran uh, took over Hodor again, whipped some ass. Yes. And, uh, apparently, he's not going to walk, but he's going to fly. Which uh, I, is he going to get like big legit wings, or is he going to like? I didn't think he meant literally giant birds, or yeah, or, like. I hope he legit flies. I hope, I hope he has like a broomstick, uh, atrophied Stephen Hawking legs, and these like amazing hawk arms, and that he just like soars around with little legs dragging through the air that he can hardly control. And then every time he comes in for a landing, it's like, 
and he just smashes. That's awful. That would be awesome. That would be that, that's what I want from Bran. I, I want him to just fly around for hours, hoping that no one's there to see the embarrassment of his terrible parallelic legs landing. So that was a big scene. Those um, that that little girl who's throwing the magic, she's like the Ed Stark's. Child. Yeah, she's like Ed Stark's god. Like, like she's one of her his gods. Like, like that's a that's a god that's on screen. And uh, yeah, she's one of the original people, which apparently is important. Like the, uh, the Jon Snow was pretty forest. badass. Stannis came, rescued him to some extent. Yes, yeah, Stannis finally made it. Uh, he showed up with a real fucking army, paid for by the Iron Bank, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and he just kicked the shit out of everything in front of him. Just just really mopped up was hardly in the Game of Thrones a year and a half ago, right? After he lost the Battle of Blackwater, he was a joke. He was broke. He was getting picked on by all the other people, etc. And um, now Stannis is a leading candidate to win. Yeah, the bank backed him. The bank backed him. Now Tywin Lannister's dead. He defended the Seven Kingdoms. Tywin Lannister's dead. Who's going to... And Tywin Lannister was broke anyway. I don't know what's left there. Um... It, Stannis is a candidate to win it, although we know he won't. It's going to be the Starks. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, the, maybe the Tyrells will win it. It's hard to say. Dude, you've got a kick-ass assassin who can kill anyone you want. You've got um, Jon Snow, who's probably going to be royalty of some sort. You know, surprise. You have, or if not, he's just going to lead the wall there, and you know he's already earned a leadership position among the men. He, you have um, Bran, supernatural power. No legs. You have um, who am I missing? Uh, Sansa. Oh, Sansa, who suddenly has become like a. She was always like clever enough to stay out of trouble, but now she's clever enough to create some, and that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. She's got. Uh, she's up there with Baelish, who's a creepy, creepy guy. And so, uh, and we also got the best fight I think that has been in the Game of Thrones. We got to see. That was the episode before this one, right? Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, you talking it? about the mountain no. versus the red viper. You sure that? W- no, 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 no. The best fight was oh. the hound versus um, Brienne or something. Bri- yeah, Brienne. Brienne, yeah, yeah. That That's was the best fight. fight that has been in Game of Thrones. You're right. Well, the, the some would argue the mountain versus the red no viper. Was this this was better. I think it was better too. I'm just saying it's not a hands down. That she wasn't punched awesome him in the point. face with a rock and threw yeah, him off a mountain. It bothered me a little bit that she ended up winning a fist fight with the mountain. She's enormous. Uh, not as enormous as him. I guess not. Yeah. She did have a rock in her hand. <clears throat> and she point. hit him a lot. She hit him like five, six times before he fell off that mountain. Yeah, it was awesome. And then um, yeah, he banged... He begged Arya to kill him. That didn't work. He insulted yeah. Arya until he thought she'd want to kill him, and then she left him to die slowly. Took his money and left bad. him. Yeah, she took his money. I didn't like that. I was like, Come, kill him. Fuck. I think uh, he's coming back. I don't think so. I don't think he's dead. I think he is. He's just ten miles away from the Vale. Looks like maybe he get get rescued, get, get taken back, maybe he patches himself up. Why would, They didn't show it, though. <sighs> Spoiler, I saw an interview and they said that he's meant to be dead. 
Oh, that sucks. Thanks, Woody. But, yeah, I'm glad I could help. They said that, um, uh, you know, that there no! wasn't supposed to be a question that you were supposed to know he was dying, and it was supposed to show off her like resolve and ability to inflict, you know, damage. Wow. Well, that was dark. Yeah, I know. For us, and that it basically it wasn't meant to even be a spoiler. That I didn't. What I told you wasn't supposed to be a cliffhanger. It was supposed to be implied. <clears throat> it was supposed to be implied. I'm the worst at implying things. I'm terrible at it. But uh, <laughs> but that one I read about. Okay. And what else happened? Uh, John Snow bear, burned Degret. Um, oh, that was a waste of time. Total waste of time. Oh my god! Like I, that show was extra long, and it, it like didn't even make sense. Minutes or something. Like, he was talking to that red-haired like barbarian general or whatever. Yeah, the guy's started. like, they're dead. We don't care about it. Yeah, and the they, way give her first-class cremation. Yeah, it made no fucking sense. He, 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 you know, Johnson's asking him. He's like, he's like, are there any words you won't said over your dead? And he's just like, <laughs> the dead can't hear our words. It doesn't matter. They're fucking dead. And then they like they say a few more things, and they establish that Jon Snow cared about Egret, and he's like. She should be burned in the real north. And it's just like, wait, what the fuck? We just established that it doesn't matter because dead is dead. But but now Egret needs to be taken north of the wall, like, you know, on a journey that must have taken hours for Jon Snow to get all that wood together. That's oh. an entire afternoon. Dude, we did that survival trip. Our <laughs> fire took hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, like, that one must have been a day's worth of work. That would have been, it really would have been, you know, he's in the forest with an axe, but th that was hours worth of work to build that huge bonfire, and then he's, no, nah, fuck that, I'd have burned a grit with the rest of the people, she was there to kill me. Was she? Probably. Yeah, we'll never know. Shot I mean, she had the chance. You give love. Bad, and you leave me Bad hanging. Alright, alright. Yeah, I, I was done. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'll miss a grit. She was cool. She was one of the coolest characters in the show. Greenlee uh, uh, or whatever, he's still rowing. <laughs> yeah, that's the internet thing. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Game of Thrones is good. I will say this year, I think there were like five middle episodes that were kind of a, that kind of dragged. Drug? Dragged? You know, like the first three were awesome, then there were five, and then the last two were awesome. <laughs> um... Yeah, the uh, the the last episode was really good, but um, and the I, I one really before wanted... with the mountain and the viper fighting that was pretty good. And then I the wanted to catch couple, like I wanted to catch up with a couple of different other characters though. I wanted to know what was going on with uh, with Theon there at the very end. I'm trying to remember where'd we leave off with him. He's, he had just been obedient he, in some. Yeah, they were going to Winterfell. Thing. They're taking over at Winterfell. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the Boltons. They get John Winterfell. Snow needs to partner up with Stannis and take Winterfell back. Yeah, I'm hoping that happens. Yeah, and then and Stannis needs to reestablish his dominance over the Boltons. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm distracted. We should probably end the show soon. Okay. There's there's a there's a half naked woman like walking around in the background, and I'm I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, painkiller already. Episode one eighty six. Go check out our Patreon. Yes, check it out. Uh, support us, and awesome things will be coming. I can't wait till this show has a budget. That'd be yes. amazing. It's gonna be very cool. Patreon.com/slash/pk. Bye.